0: Welcome back, everybody, to the PC Master Race podcast, where player choice is the best platform. This is episode 76, PC History Lesson 2010 to 2019. All right. My name is Dakota. My name's John. And my name's Jones. And this is actually going to be Jones' episode, but he doesn't Mm. like doing the intros. He's not. uh, What are your guys' memories of the early 2010s?
1: (laughs) Mm, That's Uh... when I
2: joined... The PC Master Race.
1: Yeah, I think that's...
0: Wait, no, I thought you joined a little bit... I thought like, you joined the last decade.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, like, yeah. <clears throat> in, like, 2008. Right. But, I mean, this is, like, whenever I... Was this is whenever enveloped, I...
1: was enveloped by it.
2: Yeah. Well, actually, 2011 is when okay. I built my first PC. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so, I think... That's I... when you were baptized by Gaben. Exactly. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's what I think. I think it was, like, 2008, 2009 when I was, like got into more back into pc gaming but it wasn't until i would say like 2010 i think is when i bought my first computer that could be considered a gaming computer not just like frankenstein parts together (laughs) yeah because you were like just using whatever
0: you could find before that basically like a little (laughs)
1: like i was training the turtles in the sewers looking for parts you know a little rat (laughs) i know we've gone over like how we
0: got into pc gaming before Mm -hmm. but i actually didn't know both of you guys. "Quote unquote," started PC gaming hardcore in two thousand ten. I always thought you guys were gaming together before then. Well, but I also got into PC gaming twenty twelve.
2: We we were I because went
0: from Mac to PC.
2: Whenever <laughs> whenever I started playing PC games, uh, Jones has was already into it. Like he's mm-hmm. I know he's been playing PC games forever. But when I joined, that's that's I know we talk about uh, Counter Strike Source all the time. But that's whenever they were super heavily into that, mm-hmm. and I. Joined in the middle of that, and then we did that for a couple years.
1: Yeah, I would. I would say it was. And then it
0: all went downhill from there. I would say (laughs) it was.
1: It was somewhere around like 2009, 2010, is when I got my first computer that you would consider a gaming computer, and not just a computer that could play games. I I define them as two very different things. As one that has like a actual dedicated graphics card that's not just like a. $50 $50 graphics card, you know? <laughs> it's like this computer can play games. Does that make you a gaming computer? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, it was, it was somewhere around there, like basically the start of this past decade. Is it decade is okay. 10 years? Yeah. Decades. Cool. 10. Okay. Good.
0: So then you guys, you guys are 100% familiar with everything that was released in the past 10 right? Absolutely, 100%. Absolutely.
1: All right, so
0: we are experts on this. Basically. It's good to hear, good to hear. All right, so before we get into the main topic, we do have time codes down in the description if you want to jump around. And please remember while listening, if you do enjoy the content, please leave us a review on your preferred platform of choice. And if you really enjoy the content, you can check out our Patreon. That link is in the description as well. We post episodes every Monday at 7 a.m., Eastern time, six AM E Hall time. yee Hall, howdy y'all. Jones, do we have any community events to go over?
1: So, if you're listening to this uh, within a few days of it coming out, we had a Patreon event. It went great. I can't believe that team. Best one yet. Team C was the winner. Out of it, crazy at the end how they had a major comeback right there. I'm <laughs> I'm playing Oracle right now because I don't know what's happening. But yeah, we had, I think we had four teams. It went really well. Team C, just the underdog, the whole time they were just getting savage and then they came out at the end, right there at the end. And if this actually comes true, that would be amazing. <laughs> I guess if I'm hosting the game, I can sort of make that happen. Did Anyways. you, did you uh,
0: bake fresh cookies? Because yeah. if you bake fresh cookies, it'll come true.
1: That is true. And I are wrong. all of your spoons bent? Mm, this is the Oracle told me. I see where you're going the Matrix jokes. The Matrix, Matrix dude. Some people some that. people in our audience uh, were born after the Matrix was released. Crazy thing. So some people might not know what that reference is to. But if you haven't, Big you yikes. should go watch The Matrix. I know first, I should be promoting a movie that's twenty plus years old. First radar movie I ever saw. Oh. Uh, yeah. But yeah. and then they changed it to PG thirteen. Actually... But was it the greatest what? radar movie have ever seen? I, yeah. No, I also One. saw Terminator.
2: Yeah, it was rated R when it came out, and then eventually mm. they changed it to PG-13. Interesting.
1: Dude, P- okay. Like, like rated R movies in the 90s are like PG movies nowadays. They like yeah. oh, don't yeah. care about yeah. anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, other than that, uh, there's just normal Discord stuff going on. We don't have anything big to announce yet, so we can move right into what have you guys been playing? What have you guys been playing? Go for it, John. I
2: have been playing Final Fantasy 14 a lot. Whoa. Completely, um, and i I have committed a cardinal sin of the PC, MR, uh cast.
0: Are you playing on PS4?
2: No, I pre-ordered in Walker. Oh. Today, actually, no. I pre-ordered Walker. No. Uh,
1: no. all right. Is there but, a reason for pre-ordering it?
2: Uh, you, you do get some stuff in game, like uh, you get mm. you get earrings. So your, the you, bonuses gotcha from GameStop well, <clears> or what? Yeah, I actually have to go to GameStop to pick it up. <laughs> um are you serious no i'm kidding i, I got li- like a, oh, some it's like- a live
1: action chicken they just painted yellow look like a chocobo <laughs> like you do get some stuff in game
2: one of the ones is like an uh, an item that gives you increased experience which is it's just nice because i've been mm-hmm. playing like a lot a lot but it's something yeah. i was going to play anyway um mm. so i plan on playing it tisc, regardless
0: tisk. i'm disappointed mm. i'm not I, mad i'm just dis- i will say I'm mad and
2: disappointed that final fantasy <laughs> has um increased the quality of game with every expansion so far Every expansion mm-hmm. has made the game better. I know we talk oh. about not pre a lot, and that's why I said... That
0: sounds... Wait, that sounds really familiar. Oh, wait. Yeah. Did you? Okay, so The Witcher this just got better and better and better. There's no way CD Projekt Red can exactly. ever put out <laughs> trash content.
2: I know. It's never <laughs> I happened know. before. Uh, I know you guys are disappointed, but I did it. No <laughs> regrets. Um, uh, no, 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 no. It doesn't matter if we're <laughs> disappointed. You should be
0: disappointed in yourself. It's no regrets. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it, it felt good at the time also i've decided because i leave for my school soon that i'm gonna buy sekiro and beat that before i leave
1: oh okay. and I've, i
2: almost bought it for 60 bucks because i wanted to play it so bad and the steam, steam summer sale
1: starts like in a week i know
2: it's, it starts next week so i was like uh, i'll yeah. wait i'll yeah, wait. it'll be like 30 35 bucks about that
1: you know. Ooh, I am interested because you should if you if you can when you are playing, you should try to stream it because that game is it's I it's, will it's I will worse. also pick it up it's worse. so that we all have experience. It with is it. worse than Dark Souls. It is rough.
2: Well, I, I have a we're, friend who's who's like super like we're we're all into Dark Souls, but he's like super, yeah, super yeah. into it. And he he loves it. But he was like, just so you know, he's like, it is different. It's not the same. Uh-huh. He's like, you're not That's gonna okay. pick it up as if it's Dark Souls and just go. He's like, it's different. But he's like, he in a good he he likes it so um and then also just gotta do a shout out to uh the, what's it called the new one um uh the new Elden ring El- yeah that dude mm-hmm. it looks bomb it looks bomb mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. i just gotta say he's it pre- maybe pre- it's just because i'm, I'm starving for the, yeah, uh, the dark pre- souls, souls game it. but I don't know.
0: I mean, and that's the thing, too. Like, if you like Dark Souls, Elden Ring looks like yeah, Dark hundred percent Sol- more of that game. Dark Souls 4. Graphics included. Dark Souls 4. They still look like hey, <laughs> Dark Souls hey. 3.
1: Hey, <laughs> Dark Souls 3 still looks good. Dark, You can't, you can say that.
0: It does. It does. But, you know, after five years, six years, I would expect better graphics. I,
1: I would. I would, too. Regardless,
0: I'm okay. we don't actually have the game in our hands, so yeah. we I'm okay exactly with it looking like it that,
2: which I'm, I'm not upset about the graphics, but I'm okay with that as long as they continue with what they're doing
1: yeah well right. this, this is this the thing too it's like until we're actually like playing it or watching people actually play it i don't whatever they show in trailers and all that is i take exactly. that with a grain of salt because it's kind oh, of like of course
0: yeah. because that that's all e3 was was just trailers yeah. that's it there's like barely any gameplay yeah nothing to get excited I, about, really.
1: I i am uh intrigued because it's like if it ends up just being basically you know dark souls 3.5 or th- or four i'm like cool i like dark souls 3 so that's fine like right. that's not yeah that's not a net negative for me that's a net positive it's a new game i get to yes. play from a good studio so yep. yeah hopefully they don't
2: they don't do a cd project red and screw everything up just hope that doesn't happen and yeah <clears throat> stick stick to the formula that works anyway
1: Well. Yes. well you pre-ordered a game so it's a good thing you're leaving for four months <laughs> yeah Yep. you're right that's your punishment <laughs> wait when does when does endwalker come out does it come out when you're it, not It comes here? out
2: like 15 days after I get back. It comes Ooh. out right as I get back, too. So that's going to be that's something spicy. I get to play when I get back. I mean, it's something else, ho- too. It's ho- like
1: Hopefully, hopefully that you, that you <laughs> still want to play when you get back. Is what I'm saying. That's not hopefully point, you get too. back. Yes, I hope you get back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would hope uh, so. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know one thing before we move on to what Dakota's been playing. I know one thing that they, they did with all the Final Fantasy expansions, which I found out afterwards is that if you do pre-order the expansion, they literally give you an item that's like an earring or a necklace or whatever that gives you increased XP percentage that's what I got. up. Yeah, up to that next level cap. So if the next level cap is 90, it's up to level 80 on all your characters. So if you are playing the game a lot and you are going to continue to play it, like at least when you're you know, sometimes you pre-order and they're like, "We gave you a cosmetic that's garbage." At least they give you something that is actually worthwhile and that yes. you only get from pre-ordering. That, I'm not saying yeah. you should pre-order it, but I'm saying that if you're literally going to keep playing it, it's an MMO and you're going to play it for a long time. As much as I say, like they're giving you something that's worth the pre-order if you're already going to buy the game.
2: And for someone like me, that's all I've been playing. And I'm already yeah. just sitting there leveling my characters up. It now, makes a massive difference. 30 percent. It's 30 percent experience boost, which is a yeah. lot.
1: Which is to me, in my opinion, I think that if you just buy the game, you should they should just give that to you because it's basically giving you XP boost for old content. I don't think they should lock that behind the pre order part of it. I know it, but it they do that. That's, ex- that's
2: just a bonus right now. You might no, still it get it when I-
1: it is because every other expansion that's come up before that, they did the same thing. Okay. That's and it's only a pre order thing. And then people will pre order the game and they'll sell like the pre order codes on eBay after the game launches for more money. It's a total that's why I hate pre-ordering. It's just a total scumbag move. Thanks, Square Enix. I'm glad you're making Guardians of the Galaxy because it looks like trash. All right, Dakota, what, <laughs> what have you been playing? So after watching E3, we got
0: a lot of strategy games and city building games that were showed off, mm-hmm. oddly enough. Yeah. And <laughs> they kind of made me realize the type of game that I want is a game like Kingdoms and Castles. But just more, more complex because mm-hmm. kingdoms and castles is about building. You know, they showed off mm-hmm. age of empires, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody knows that you build up your empire and then go there's kill. other people. Right. And that includes building up an army that you then go fight other. Empires, right? Yeah. That's the whole gist of it. Yeah. I don't like the aspect of going out and aggressively mm-hmm. attacking somebody else. Yeah. Kingdoms and castles. When I played it, I was like, oh my god, this is awesome. You build your base, Mm -hmm. and the entire point of building your base is to build it so that you can defend it against attackers, not Hmm. build it to go attack other
1: people. So, let me stop you right there before you continue, because I know you haven't played Age of Empires. Yeah. So, it is an actual legitimate strategy to play Age of Empires that way, completely defensively. Like, you can literally play Age of Empires and not build a single offensive unit and just build walls and towers, because... One of the main ways to win Age of Empires is to build what they call a wonder. And when you basically, it's this giant, like if you're the Egyptians, it's a giant pyramid or like a spanx. Yeah, like kind of so, like sieve. Yeah. So basically, like if you have it for so many turns or so long in the game, then you basically automatically win. It's like an auto win. button. Okay. But once you start building it, it takes a long time to build. The more villagers you have working on it, the faster it builds. Right. Once it gets completed, it highlights that on the map. So it just shows that right. little thing and like a little bit of the surrounding area, so everybody knows where it is to go to attack it. So it is like a legitimate strategy to either play like super offensively to go destroy people or play incredibly passively defensively. So you're saying this, but and I mean, you can continue, but Age of Empires 4 might be something that you actually like because you can play your own way. Like you don't have to play super aggressively. Like you can play defensively with the mindset of like, I'm just going to defend yeah. my base and basically auto win if I survive long enough, just so you yeah. know.
0: So there was some extra on top of what I was saying yeah. that I didn't get to yet. Sorry. And it's totally fine because I didn't know I didn't I didn't know how Age of Empires mm-hmm. worked because it wasn't a game I grew up with and played a lot. Yeah. I played it occasionally at a friend's house, but I was like 10 and had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, I play this thing on ground. It does stuff. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> Bonk, I'm so no,
0: Exactly. In Kingdoms and Castles, it gives you a timer of the next time that they're going to attack. Mm -hmm. So it adds a layer of strategy on top of you have to get ready until Mm -hmm. that next attack comes. Whereas in Age of Empires, you don't get a warning. It's just it's all AI or it's another person Mm -hmm. and it's random. Right. And when they come to attack you, you have no idea what's coming to get you. Mm -hmm. They could come with literally all of their armies and just lay waste to your entire place. Whereas Mm -hmm. in Kingdoms and Castles, it progressively slowly gets
1: more and more difficult it's more of a like almost turn-based strategy versus a real-time strategy yeah
0: right yeah Yeah. so that's that's the aspect that i enjoy in it and i kind of wish like i had a realization when i was watching e3 i was like man i want that type of game i Mm. want more of those games where it's you building your base or, or your kingdom basically progressing like you normally do in a city builder but then also having the threat of something coming to get you that mm-hmm. is strategized enough that you have to prepare for it mm-hmm. it just adds another layer mm-hmm. of depth to building it yeah. and planning which well, is what i like so i, I think had that realization and i i just wanted to share that because if any devs are listening ever
1: <laughs> well please make it i think i think the game that you might enjoy that's coming out this year and i think it's coming day one and a game pass is the rift breaker that, yes, that might be a game. That's what I'm looking. Yep, because I was looking it's at literally that. like build your base up. Aliens and stuff are coming to kill you. You can go actively yep. fight them a little bit. Yeah, I think that's that's not exactly the same thing, but co- like probably one One of the closest things to you. And I think there's a demo yeah. out right now. You can play of it.
0: I I think
1: so. On Steam it's or if I
0: remember correctly, it's coming this year. It's coming like this year summer.
1: Yeah, it's coming yeah. this year. And it's gonna be like Day One Game Pass or something
0: yeah nice so yes i am looking forward to that and i'm glad you made that connection so you mm-hmm. understand what
1: i'm talking about <laughs> i do because i have i have that on my draft i picked it
0: oh nice because i'm Good also that's that. also
1: a game that i'm like semi excited about because i okay, i cool. do enjoy that it ty- is co-op i'm pretty sure i think it has like two-player co-op i do mm-hmm. enjoy that type of game because it's almost like a turret defense base defense because you know when we played we played uh the starcraft mod of like d- you know that type of defense like that's fun to me yeah. i like I like especially if you can do it co-op and like uh, even like Factorio playing that. Yeah. I like the idea of like building a base, gathering resources, and stuff like slowly getting stronger with like the imminent threat of something coming to kill you. Yeah. But it's not just like up oh, in Age of Empires. If you're not prepared, you just die and lose like you're yeah. done. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, other yeah. games, you it's get like erased from history. <laughs> yeah. Literally, literally. It's like <laughs> and that's why they are no longer a civilization because right. they just got murdered by the Romans. <laughs>
2: Right, right. Yeah,
1: basically. Um, okay. You have anything else you need to add? To no, go it. for it. Okay, so the only thing I was going to bring up is that I beat Final Fantasy 6. I think last hey, time I was congrats. talking about that I was playing it. I beat it. The end was just like every other Final Fantasy I've played was just like a boss gauntlet. It wasn't too bad. Um, I know that's the game for next month, but literally the only people that are playing this is me and PD, so it doesn't matter if I talk yeah. about it really. Um, my main gripe with the game is that there's too many characters the story was actually really good. Like, overall, the story is really good. It did focus on kind of the, like, two or three, like, main characters. and But there's yeah. too many side characters. At the end of the game, you get to choose to go pick up some of your characters. And there's actually, like, two or three points in the game where if you make a wrong decision, a character just dies. Like, permanently. <laughs> a
0: random character? No, or a, can you a, purposefully like, kill a character? Well,
1: it's kind of like a side character that you can go and get. But literally, I had to load a save that was like thirty minutes before because there was oh, a yikes. there was a there was a guy and he was like he like pushed one of your characters and like hanging on an edge like on a cliff and you have to like run over to grab the guy or grab the character and I went and grabbed the guy and he was like oh you got me here's like this item and then the other guy just fell off and down into like a town right and so i went and yeah. walked all around the town i'm like where the heck is this guy and i read and the guy's like yeah if you don't pick him he just dies for the game forever i was like whoa what and it's like character, yeah, I my, cool. I, character i wanted in my character i wanted my party i'm like okay spoilers i guess what the heck because <laughs> i was reading a guy and they're like yeah make sure you go click on the guy but they didn't say that like oh or he will die forever i was like right okay so thanks um so at the end of the game, there I think there's like 14 characters you can actually like that are playable. That's too many characters. 14. is too, too many. It's the biggest cast in any Final Fantasy. And I think that's I think they realize that after six is like it's that's too, much. too many characters. Way, so it's way too, too much. To the point to where at the basically in the final battle, you can actually use all 14 characters to fight the final fi- fight, which means you have to manage 14 different Kinda characters. Kind of like
0: Pokemon where you just chuck them out
1: yeah and just hope for the best (laughs) hit him with a splash attack and see what happens yeah no it's like i have to manage 14 different characters that can all equip different things and equip their best stuff equip different magic to them like different relics which are like kind of like accessories to each person like oh this person needs this it's just it's too much it's just too much to the point where i'm like i basically got my four like strongest people in the front party And then basically almost killed everything with just them and like just try to keep them alive. Yeah. So it wasn't like too bad at the end, but it was just obnoxious. Right. It's just, yeah, it's too many people to keep up to where I only ended up with 10 people at the end because there's four people that I was supposed to go pick up my airship. I just ignored them. I just left them (laughs) in the game. They're like wandering around somewhere. It's funny, though, because at the end of the game. They kind of go through each character and they show like what they did after. And so the characters you don't pick up, it just shows like a blank town. Like it's like zooming through a town and there's just no one there. It's like, you never got them. So they don't exist anymore in the game. Yikes. Yeah. It just kind of like shows like a cave. It's just like slowly panning through it and just shows their name and just like nothing. I'm like, well, that's awkward. (laughs) But it's, but the funny thing is like some of these, some of the characters literally like you have in the different parts in the game and they're like, come back to the party and leave and come back and leave and then it's just it's too much game overall it, much. i gave it a seven, I gave it a 75 the story the story is good the villain was really good too many characters too much micromanaging of everything i was able to basically spam one skill at the end and kill everything so that was cool nice yeah i i learned ultima which is like technically the max ultimate. max out your strong hand yeah grab my
0: strong hand yeah
1: it's basically <laughs> like the ultimate it's like basically being i made eight characters gandalf and i just spam magic at the end and killed everything so nice. yeah that was that was exciting this is that gandalf was, the rainbow yeah was, i'm <laughs> glad i'm glad it's over and uh started playing zelda already the game for I which think, one uh, oracle of seasons okay which I have, which as I of which as one. of it's a game boy color it's a game boy color game Okay. so there's or oh, sure. so so there's Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages, which Capcom made for Nintendo, and they're like the total like Pokemon red and blue. Like they made two Zelda games and they made them and they came out the same time, the same day, and everything. So you know like Nintendo always releases two Pokemon games at a yeah. time. Yeah. So Oracle of Seasons, Oracle of Ages are two Zelda games that they try to do the same type of scam, but Each game is actually like very wildly different. Like one game is like more like action combat focus. The other game is like a lot of puzzles. Like most of the the whole game is just like solving puzzles. Hmm. But you can link them together and then you can fight like two additional bosses. It's kind of weird. Oh, nice. I was like, well, we're not going to do that, obviously, but we're playing through them. And as of recording, PD literally already beat. Oracle of, uh, of, <laughs> of course which is the game for august so we're we're trying to get ahead ahead of the game <laughs> at this point so congrats to him for that but we can move on to Let's this do it, man. topic so as you guys have uh probably if you've listened to any of these other pc history lessons that i've done uh this is the most current one i was thinking about doing it up to current day but i, I did Huh? I added. Oh, you did. I added okay. Up till twenty
0: twenty, because some okay. major some major things happened in twenty twenty. True. So I was like, I need to I need to kind of add this.
1: True. Twenty twenty GPUs launched, and they're we're still waiting for them to come out.
0: <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> nice. Give me.
1: Yeah. Pretty much Uh, so basically if you've been keeping up with this this is going to be our last one and for about eight years until the you know you guys listen to this in eight years and we'll do the next episode.
0: And also I was helping Jones a little bit with Mm -hmm. finding information on this. I mean he found the majority of it but from 2010 on up the amount of stuff that has released for just technology in general especially computers is astronomical yeah it like every minute something is being developed so we kind of for 2010 to 2020 we kind of narrowed it down to extremely pc focused stuff yeah with a couple random things here and there so yeah. like and gpus graphics cards things that were big things we're not going to go over every generation because you know intel yeah. kind of just re-released the same thing over and over again for the past 10 years yeah uh but and uh, It's it's uh, a little a little other computer esque or PC esque thing mm-hmm. sprinkled in here and there to ke- flavor it and also to kind of jive your uh, yeah jog your memory. I'm old your nostalgia old thing in your head. Yeah,
1: if you're like, oh, I remember getting that. That's been ten years plus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and 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 that's the thing too is like what what Dakota's saying. Like, yeah, we did research this, and there's a ton of stuff releasing. But it's kind of like, what do I pick out of this grab bag of like chaos right. that's happened in the past 10 years? So we tried to pick stuff. I tried to pick stuff that I thought was interesting, big enough stuff worth talking about, like big, you know, big things launching. Yeah. And then after that, it's like, all right, I'm not talking about Intel and AMD. Well, AMD wasn't really releasing anything, were they, for a while? Uh <laughs> we'll get into that. Intel is like, oh, this year they released this series, and then the next year they released the next series. It's like, okay, it's all kind of the same thing. It's a like 10% some... improvement. And all those mm. things were four cores for years yeah. and years and years <laughs> and years. Crazy. Yeah. So we're gonna jump right into it. 2010. Where were you? Where were you in twenty ten? Was it what was it twenty twelve that's supposed to be in the world? What happened? There was a yeah, there was, was a couple of times. Somebody, Godzilla didn't hit his alarm, he slept through his alarm. Damn
0: well no we we defeated godzilla in 1999 remember guys he true. came to america
1: and he got messed up true he ate all that fish in new york <laughs> city i remember that exactly that movie was good i liked it. <laughs> <laughs> dude i okay
0: i grew up with that so i actually like that godzilla movie everyone's
1: like but that i know it's garbage the, oh do you remember it? the vhs case just had his eye on it yeah, his eye yep. on it. I remember, oh, yeah, I had I, I love that movie. It's like, oh, we need we're gonna need more fish, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna need a bigger boat. Remember, they went trumps. to Madison
2: Square Garden and videotaped all the dinosaurs and they got Eight. exploded. Yep. Yeah, yep, and then I cried yeah, at the end I because I killed Godzilla and, and
1: he fell on the bridge. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, psych, just kidding. I gotta go fight King Kong later. Side note, do you guys
0: remember how satisfying opening up VHS? Uh, containers were. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, they were. It was like the Apple suction before yeah. Apple had those suction containers. Oh
1: yeah. <sighs> You're talking and about they like the, the sleeves, had... the sleeves. Or you talking no, talking about no, the, no, cases? No. the cases. The
0: cases, kind of like oh. DVDs, where yeah. it's a clamshell, like the old Disney cases. And you remember how the Disney it was, cases? It was thick. The Disney it was cases like a were thick. primo. Yeah, it, it, yeah. And, but like it had the suction, but then mm-hmm. it also had that little dimple that mm-hmm. it got pressed into, so oh, yeah. it would go. <sighs> and like snap together so you're satisfying like, you're like
1: i'm watching aladdin again let's go <laughs> I'm gonna pop out that oh man i forgot to rewind it it's the credits Hang oh, on. oh my what
0: god <laughs>
1: yeah no no you gotta press stop rewinter. and then rewind it goes faster can't rewind while you're watching it <laughs> oh these are things that uh oh, whoever's Old listening people, to this man. yeah we're in 2010 but i'm taking you back to like 1993 all right yeah seriously oh right. man 2010 we're in 2010 nvidia and just so you guys know i tried to grab some things for each year that kind of pertain specifically to this year like well i guess what i do everything else but i tried to grab things to big things as far as hardware releases like right. gpus cpus and all that so that's why it's like oh in 2013 you didn't talk about this releasing it's like yeah because we just talked about it last year releasing so anyways, yeah. <laughs> all right nvidia geforce the 400 slash 500 series released this year and as dakota wrote in here they're the fermi is that the fermi cards? Arch- that was the architecture. architecture Yep. yeah uh they're also uh dual purpose as space heaters for
0: your house, <laughs> yes. which is yes. great what surprisingly came- An- uh, nvidia did not get the hot and loud uh, connotation from these cards like amd did two years later oh <laughs> so it's it's really weird that nvidia did it first and then amd was the one that got stuck with that label
1: uh it's funny yeah they're like what uh copy amd just copycatting yeah <laughs> yeah i all i remember about the 400 series was that in 2010 i had a i had a gtx 260 which back then okay. i didn't know what that i didn't really understand what that was I was yeah, PC. Used a bunch of numbers. I was in PC like gaming and stuff, but I didn't really understand like what the specific parts said. I knew that like usually bigger numbers means better, unless yeah, it's radio right. GPUs. <laughs> um but I'm like, okay, I have a GTX 260, and I got the video card and it was like bigger than my face. So I was like, it's probably pretty good. It's got a fan on it. Old video cards I had didn't even have fans, so it's gotta be pretty yeah. good. I was like and even that, I was like, that thing ran hot. Like all the yes. two hundred series cards ran hot. So the four hundred series are notorious for like, oh, are you mining? Or are you burning your house now? What are you doing?
0: <laughs> well, the funny thing is, they're they're cooler, and like the shroud that was on mm-hmm. it, it actually had it was metal. Oh gosh. So you know how you know how like on newer cards it's two mm-hmm. fans, yeah, right. This is back when it was one stand one fan, the they were blower style, yeah. where there was one fan at the end and then the rest of it was basically a plastic uh, shell. It was a plastic shell around uh, a heat, uh, mm-hmm. heat, heat fins, basically. Oh, yeah. And so it would blow air through the mm-hmm. aluminum fins and then cool it down that way. Well, for whatever reason, they decided to extend the metal to the outside of the shroud. <laughs> so basically the entire thing was just metal <laughs> just
3: like,
0: and it had heat pipes on it and it got hot.
1: Yeah, so they I, tried to cool it, but it was it was a beast. Alright, question for you guys real quick. I know that there's plenty of cards now. Well, not anymore. There's not any cards now. You can't buy video cards anymore. They don't exist. But normally, there's cards... I know that like the smaller series cards usually have one fan on them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes sometimes food... Because yeah, they don't get hot enough. But... I know it's definitely probably like a preference thing, but to me, like if I was going to buy like a 3000 series GPU, like I would lean more towards it having like more fans on it versus less fans. I know it's aesthetics wise for some people, but I don't know how because, you know, sometimes like, oh, the founder's edition has like two fans on it and it has all this other stuff or whatever. And then, oh, this aftermarket aftermarket has triple three fans. triple fans, whatever. It's like, I don't know. Maybe it's just me that I'm like, seems like more fans, more cooling, but I could be completely wrong. I don't know.
0: For the most part, it's all just aesthetics. Hmm. Most of them run around this, like mid this. 70s to low 70s, depending on what you the get. Same, yeah. So it doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't really matter. I'll end up more fans. I watch reviews just in case somebody does put out a dud, and just make sure you don't pick up that dud.
1: More fans, more power. Exactly. So there you go. Limited power. Yeah. <laughs> all right, moving on. AM, uh NVIDIA makes cards that are very, really, really hot. You know what? And video cards are also really hot right now. So hot, you can't buy them. So, uh, <laughs> Apple releases the original iPad. It's crazy. Which is going to directly go into the next thing I'm about to say. The iPad kind of, like, I don't want to say, like, legitimized tablets, but it, it kind of did it legitimize did. Oh, tablets.
0: 100%. Do you remember tablets before then?
1: Barely. And they're, no, like, I jank. Don't. Like, because jank. I, it's just, like,
2: touchscreen phones. heaps. The iPhone yeah. was... The touchscreen phone, and then they're like, yeah. "Cool, let's just make it way bigger." And then
3: <laughs> bigger, yeah, make it bigger. And everyone's
2: like, "I want that now." And they're so expensive too. Dude, yes, I mean the well, iPads are still, still uh, they're
1: still expensive. Well,
0: the base models are like three thirty, which is an amazing price for what you get. Yeah, but the higher end models are definitely very expensive. Very, yeah.
1: I have an iPad Pro, like two thousand
0: dollars for iPad, iPad Pros are so no big, expensive.
1: Yeah. I have a I have a Pro from several years ago and i think i bought it for i well i didn't buy it but my work bought it and we use them for looking at plans and different stuff and i think yeah. when i bought one for my boss they were like 12 bucks yeah they're expensive i yeah. mean i mean it works really good for what it is but i'm also like i'm like are you this is crazy bro what <laughs> <laughs> but it's it did revolutionize like
0: john said touchscreens just like the iphone did yeah, like you're take you're now taking a super small portable touchscreen device to Wherever. job sites.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So it's pretty nuts. It's
1: crazy that it's only been like 2010 because I think I bought yeah. I want to say I got my iPad in like 2017 or 2018. And it's like there's it's like version eight or something crazy. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. I'm just like and it's just gotten better and better and better. So, yeah, iPad came out kind of a big deal. Um, So. A weird, probably direct correlation between iPhone and iPad and all this tablets and everybody like going tablet crazy because there was like a definite era of like everyone's like iPad came out. Everyone's making tablets now. It's like, yes, it's kind of calmed down. People still use tablets now, but it's almost like phones and tablets are kind of interchangeable at this point. They didn't used to be. Yeah. Yeah. But it's kind of like, oh, is that a phone? Or it's like, no, that's my mini tablet. No, this is my giant iPhone. It's like, I don't know what's the difference anymore.
0: <laughs> well, like, I saw there's a couple sports players whose mm-hmm. hands are so large that they use I- cellular iPads as their phones.
1: Yeah, just because they're like, <laughs> that's
0: it's like Jack's
1: normal phone. He clips it onto exactly.
0: his belt buckle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, in their hands, yeah. it that's, looks
1: that's small. pretty
0: much normal. No, it's funny. If they actually pick up like a, say it's like an iPhone 12 or 11, you know, how in in a normal person's hands, it's like, it's kind of big, you know, it's on the bigger side of phones.
1: It looks miniature. Oh, oh, hang on guys. I'm getting a text from Shaq. On a regular iPhone. Sit from iPhone. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, uh, 2010, Angry Birds becomes the top selling mobile game. And this game, I, I remember when it first came out, they were selling for $0.99. Cents. Genius yep. marketing move. Yep. Yeah, sell it for dirt cheap because people buy it. You listening, well, Rocket this was League? Like
0: back when, this was back when music on iTunes was still a dollar. Yeah. And then they raised it to a dollar thirty, and that's when I started uh,
1: acquiring music. Acquiring music on the internet. I remember all, so, all the apps
2: used to be $0.99, cents, weren't they? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, pretty much until they realized that they could charge more. Because so they're like, no one's going to buy this for $0.99. Cents. So I took this out of here, but... Angry Birds became to a top-selling mobile game as of uh now, I believe. You know, probably like 2019, 2020, where this info came from. Angry Birds has two billion downloads/sales. Like the Angry wow. Birds, Angry Birds quote-unquote franchise. Well, I mean, they have movies, <laughs> like everything oh, now. Merch, I do. They probably make more money for, more money from merch than they do from anything else. Just selling those like birds and pigs and all that stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. Dude, I think they make great plushies. They make. Yeah, they true. They do. Because you can literally throw them like you do in Angry Birds. Make sense. Exactly. They have yeah. Angry Birds Crocs. I need to acquire some. <laughs> My God, <laughs> you monster. So, John, <laughs> I thought this this is the last thing I have for 2010, which I thought was kind of cool. IBM's Watson defeats Jeopardy contestants. In 2010, IBM's Watson spars against former Jeopardy tournament of champion contestants and finishes with a 71 percent uh, winning percentage. This was preparation for a 2011 matchup where Watson would defeat two former human Jeopardy champions in the televised exhibition match. Watson handily defeated two of the all time best Jeopardy players, Ken Jennings and Brad Rutter by analyzing natural er, natural language questions and content more accurately and faster than its human counterparts. So basically Hmm. supercomputers are starting to become pretty big brain at this point.
0: This is Skynet's little brother. (laughs)
1: Basically,
2: I actually have a friend I worked with that was on Jeopardy and he won oh. and mm. um, we, we we were at work one day and we played like a trivia game and he knew literally just about every answer like ran, like just straight out random questions that he had no idea and it was just yeah. like really off the wall stuff and he knew almost every single question and he just still knew that stuff from from studying for Jeopardy and, and so
0: afterwards you were like hey. Uh, you're never going to be invited to play trivia
2: again. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it was just crazy
2: because, like, you see them on Jeopardy, and it's like they have to mm-hmm. study a lot for that, and they just like study everything. random crap. But he knew these super just off the wall questions from just some trivia game we were playing. And I, it, it that's just a fun fact, but it was just a fun little side thing. But I, I it was crazy to me because I've never seen met anybody that was on the show before. But he, mm-hmm. he literally knew like just just super crazy random stuff. Because he had studied for a long time ago for that show.
1: That's just crazy. It's like, what do you, it's like you go to the library. I'm here to study for Jeopardy. They're like, okay, A's over there. Just go start at A. And then Z's on that end. Good luck. (laughs) I don't even (laughs) even understand how you even do that. Well, that's also why I'll never be on Jeopardy. I'm more of a Price is Right, Plinko type of guy, where you just drop a like hockey puck and just let it do its thing. Like, ah, I didn't win. All right, well, that's the story of my life. All right, moving on.
0: (laughs) I also didn't have to spend thousands of hours of my life studying to play this game.
1: (laughs) You want a brand new car. It's a 2002 Honda Civic that's been previously used.
0: Wow. Oh, God, that episode where they, they, oh, my God, they presented the the one lady in a wheelchair a brand new car. (laughs) She was like, what am I going to do with this?
2: Yeah, it was like, uh, go ahead. I John. have a, I have another friend who's paraplegic that mm-hmm. he has he drives a Subaru and he has like a bar that goes down into the pedals and he mm-hmm. just moves a bar with his hand and that's how he accelerates. Dude, that's, that's awesome. Because awesome. I that's legit. like his hands aren't like 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 he can still move his fingers yeah he can still to move his right. finger stuff but below he's he's completely paralyzed but he drives with yeah. his hands fully.
0: That's awesome. That's legit. And And
2: he's probably better than half
0: the teenagers on their phones out there. He's probably
1: better than most drivers in existence. Yeah. All right. Moving on to 2011. The core i3, i5, i7 Sandy Bridge processors were released. Awesome. Uh, Sandy Bridge was manufactured in the 32 nanometer. What are we at now? Seven or ten? Well, seven for most things, five for some newer tech. Okay. So we're at 32, and this is what? Well, I guess 10 years ago now. And this was what? 10 years ago? (laughs) Yeah, 10 years ago. Yeah. Uh, So there's a bunch of other info on here about... Okay, I'll redo this. Go ahead, because I don't know any of this stuff. (laughs) Okay.
0: Sandy Bridge is manufactured on the 32 nanometer process and has a soldered contact with the dye and IHS, which is the integrated heat spreader. So basically, that silver thing that you see on your CPU, Mm -hmm. that's not the CPU. That's actually just a, a metal, like... Plate that's Brain. put over the die to help spread out the heat that the die makes. What you put, onto that? What you put your uh, the mayonnaise paste on. Paste
1: on? Your ma- <laughs> correct? Yeah, what you, yeah. <laughs> what you put your mayonnaise on? That's actually
0: just another metal piece, kind of mm-hmm. like your your actual cooler is, mm-hmm. uh, to help spread out the heat. Okay, to, for more surface area to to the cool. M- right. The, the more you know. Correct. <laughs> so this had soldered. So basically, the die and that heat spreader, mm-hmm. heat spreader were married together because yeah. they were soldered. So you hmm, gotcha. could not remove it and put like couldn't liquid de- metal in between. De- there.
1: De-lit it. That what they yeah, you that? couldn't
0: delit it. I right? gotcha. I mean, okay, technically you can, but it's super dangerous. Yeah. You could easily kill it. While Intel's subsequent generations, Ivy Bridge announced in 2011, used the 22 nanometer die shrink and a uh, TIM or thermal interface material in between the die and IHS. So basically uh the sandy bridge processors were soldered to that ihs and mm-hmm. then all of their pr- uh processors that came afterwards were not soldered they basically used almost generic like thermal paste like you mm-hmm. would put on your processors now on there. in between the die and then ihs I gotcha. doesn't transfer heat very well but if your processors aren't putting out that much heat it doesn't really matter
1: i gotcha
0: and some fun facts uh the the Thermal interface material that Intel chose was oddly close to actual toothpaste.
1: Hmm. Yeah, Dakota. Dakota literally told me that the other day, and he was like, "Yeah, well, when they were doing that, they were they just used toothpaste." And then I'm staring at him like, "They use toothpaste for thermal paste?" He's like, "No, you idiot." No, I was just <laughs> kidding. That was a joke. I was like, "Dude, you, I, I would have believed you." I was like, "I was like four out of did four out of five dentists recommended. Do they use Crest?" Yeah. <laughs> Four
0: out of five dentists recommend the Sandy Bridge processor.
1: <laughs> the f- the fifth one works for AMD. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, it was it, that was a joke back in the day because the the material that they used was a, such a low grade quality <laughs> thermal paste that sure. it was it Basically. was more worthwhile to delid the processor and put on your own aftermarket thermal paste mm-hmm. or put on liquid metal, which some people do. So it was just really crappy, and they did that up until. 2018 2019 with the 8000 series i think
1: maybe so, i think maybe we'll they're into that they probably buy their toothpaste the same place they buy their stock heat sinks <laughs> yeah. at, the gar- they at, do. The, at the garbage factory yes 100 <laughs> percent. okay i have a question for you you might know the answer to this what do they make thermal compound out of thermal paste what is it made out I, of i I, cool. no I guess when we get to, the, C- vi- we get to the cpu's I'm- episode you can explain it to us
0: yeah, I've watched videos on it and I I don't remember. Still... I just know that it it, it makes heat transfer.
1: It's just like Magic children's Goo. tears and like badger fur and they just like grind yeah. it together. <laughs> badger badger. <laughs> All right, moving All right. on. So, also 2011, uh, the first Chromebooks uh, came out by Acer and Samsung, they go on sale. And you guys remember
0: the first Chromebooks?
1: No. Oh, I I've okay. So, anecdote, I saw a Chromebook yesterday or two days ago at work because uh one of the ladies that works there her daughter's like doing summer school so she's up there and she's like hey can Mm -hmm. you help me connect to the wi-fi she's like i was like oh is this like the laptop that your school gives you and i saw the Chromebook like logo on it and i was like oh this is like basically they made these to sell to schools for kids which is like perfect for right now but i'm like i was trying to connect the wi-fi i'm like this is like if you took a really bad laptop and then you cut it in half and made it to two laptops <laughs> I, yeah, don't I don't know i don't i don't know what chromebooks so are now but i'm assuming they're like trash
0: it's almost just android at this point yeah
1: really it's basically just wow. like a big phone with a keyboard attached yeah like a tablet like a terrible tablet with a keyboard attached <laughs> yeah so i remember seeing chromebooks and thinking it was really cool when they came out because like oh sweet google's yeah. like making their own laptops that's awesome And they're going to be really cheap. Oh, and they're not very good. And they're very slow. They're
0: really, really bad.
1: (laughs) And really really slow. Yeah, the whole idea behind
0: Chromebooks was like, oh, Chrome is the most popular browser at this point. So let's make a laptop that only runs the Chrome browser because pretty much at the time, most things were moving over to being cloud based. And now Mm -hmm. pretty much you can work and do school all on a website at this point. You don't really need to save that many files, stuff like that, especially with Google Drive. You can just save everything in there yeah and so the whole point was to try to push that mentality forward mm-hmm. and to be honest i think it was a success
1: for because schools now, and stuff, now yeah. like
0: most schools are either giving out chromebooks or mm-hmm. ipads
1: which is yeah nuts. yeah yeah it's crazy because like yeah most like students now they just have a chromebook which i mean yeah. they can probably make them for like nothing like they're oh yeah, yeah they're the like, whole point was cheap. to be
0: like around the 150 to 200 hundred dollar price point because that's when
1: schools are like
0: ooh. Give me like a thousand. Well, that's the thing
1: too. Is like if they're like, "Hey, I need a thousand of them," they're probably buying them for like sixty bucks a piece. They're you know buying a bulk in bulk, yeah, probably. And you got to think, you got to think too. It's like, oh, this school district wants to buy Chromebooks. We need fifteen thousand of them. They're like, okay, (laughs) I'll start sending the pallets out. We're gonna make a ton of money, even if you know they can make five ten bucks per Chromebook and still make tons of money. Yeah, right. Times that by every school in the existence, basically. So there you go. So, yeah, Chromebooks, while they are terrible computers, they do serve a purpose. And I think a lot of I think they're getting better. The Chromebook that she had, I believe it. I want to say it had Windows on it. Like, I don't know if they. Well, yeah. And that's the thing. They're normal computers. Yeah. Yeah. They just have really low specs and they run a terrible OS. (laughs) What's the thing is, is like, hey, if you basically just need to get on a school website and like write papers and that stuff, it's probably fine for that. Like, it's not meant to be a laptop for like, oh, I can't play League of Legends. on this. What the heck? Right. Yeah, you probably could play League of Legends Legends, (laughs) on it. So last big thing that happened in 2011 that was cool. The first four terabyte hard drive is released by Seagate. Cool. And that's crazy. It was probably cost so much money. (laughs) Yeah, it was probably thousands of dollars. So
0: eight terabytes now are about $200 for just a a cheaper model. Yeah. So imagine a four terabyte almost 10 years ago. You had to plug it in
2: to the wall.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you got you got to yeah. go to you got it. It just pops your breaker. Damn it! My four terabyte just popped my breaker in my house. The power went out again. Hang on. Yeah, I plug it's it so into it. It's so crazy because
0: like four terabytes, it, in my opinion, they're I think four terabytes are like eighty to hundred dollars at this point.
1: Yeah, I they're think. like yeah, they're about yeah, somewhere yeah, somewhere around that. I think I bought a two Which terabyte is, for think... about a hundred bucks. Hmm? When
2: oh, this was like. Six years ago
1: a four a four terabyte wait how a much? two
2: terabyte for like a 100 close to a 100 bucks maybe
1: probably yeah that sounds about right it was probably like three or four years ago yeah that's, yeah it's just it, storage is getting cheaper and cheaper and cheaper
0: it's so cheap now because i bought an eight ter- i said this before but i bought an eight terabyte for my plex server it's addicting yeah it is literally a drug knowing
1: that you have that much storage you're like cool let's fill this bad boy up yeah exactly yeah well that's the thing too Is like i have I think I have, uh, I technically have like six hard drives, two NVMe, and I'm like, I have like five and a half terabytes of room, and I'm like, I could probably get more room, right? I was like, I could probably, (laughs) because I was looking at the other day, too, I was like, I could just get like a four terabyte hard drive just to hold stuff, and I was like, but it's not that much more money to get an eight terabyte hard drive, and you're Mm -hmm. like, it's a slippery slope, my friends, it is a slippery slope. Yes, it sure is. 2012, the day the world ended, or the year the world ended, I should say. It didn't. Spoiler alert. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoiler alert. But it did end for someone, a little company called uh, AMD released the Radeon HD. What a great intro. The Radeon HD 7000 series from the 7850 up to the 7990, which was the quote unquote enthusiast epic graphic card. Yep. Well, they haven't got to Epic yet, but they will eventually. Yes. Yeah, so as Dakota wrote in here, this was pretty much the last time Radeon was competitive with NVIDIA up until the 6000 series that we're at right now. So good job, NVIDIA. What, did, what yeah. did we say last time? That they're almost up to the standards and productions of NVIDIA. I couldn't remember what that quote was. I was what? trying to think of it. Last, one of our episodes we had a couple of weeks ago were like, AMD is like... Our products are almost up to the the specs (laughs) and standards of NVIDIA or something like that. And we kept saying it over and over again. Yeah. So, yeah, basically, it still applies. It pretty much still applies. So, yeah. okay. this is. I don't know who names hardware, but I don't like them very much at all. Oh, yeah.
0: It's been a problem. It's literally forever.
1: Because this is the thing. If you take I don't know if it's just like they're trying to trick people. I'm pretty sure that this. But it's like, okay, in 2010, NVIDIA is doing the 400 and 500 series, and by 2012, they're probably doing the 600 series. I bought bought a 680 and
2: 11, or maybe early 12.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, that's what I'm saying. They're around the same thing. So, it's like, you go to the store to buy a graphics card not knowing anything. Like, you could get a, you know, GTX 670 or 680 or whatever it is, and you're like, oh, that's a pretty good card. It's like, or you could get the 7970 like wow that has way more numbers attached to it that means it's better right and they were like sort of but not really
0: <laughs> yeah it's and the problem is too especially if if you're talking about a novice it's like okay would you walk into a car shop and just buy the highest number thing yeah no it, you wouldn't mm, some you people would a lot of people look for advice Oh, really?
1: I'm saying a lot of people would. I used to work at an electronics store, so yes, the answer to that question is actually yes.
0: I know, but basically what I'm saying is you can't do that system all the time because somebody's going to mess it up because they want to have the quote-unquote competitive edge in the Mm -hmm. market. So then it just evolves back into whatever whatever the heck we have now yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) where they just make up whatever numbers they want
1: (laughs) it does work up to a certain extent and then you get diminishing returns so i would say when you're making the seventy nine ninety, just stop reset say hey we're refreshing it we're going back to like we're making the radeon one two and three or something like that it doesn't sound as cool marketing wise but it's just as strong It's like, no, we have to make the 8,000 series next and then the the 9,000 series. And
0: the thing that hurts me as somebody who actually knows the numbers is okay, at some point, you need to look at your lineup for what it's called and go, you know, we only need two numbers to really be the determining factor, right? We don't need a 7850 or a Mm. 7870. Mm-hmm. No, you just need a seventy seven hundred a seventy eight hundred and a yeah. seventy nine hundred yep. yeah, please make it easier <laughs> yeah, it the doesn't... first number is the generation, and then the number after that, wherever it wants to be the the yeah. hundreds, tens, or ones yeah, that's the determining factor of how good it is in that generation see we I... we've figured this out before, guys. We can do it again. <laughs> I, I think
1: they messed up by not coming out the the seven 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 like lucky four sevens that should have been like the primo or the sixty
0: nine sixty nine Exactly. Well, I don't understand why that wasn't a card.
1: 6969 six, nine, Triple X Edition. <laughs> <laughs> nice. X- Three fans. <laughs> <T>. <laughs> XLT. hey Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Extra large transistors on the uh, the GP there, dude, bud. All right. So that happened. And uh, basically, we probably won't be talking about Radeon that much for the rest of this episode. Basically, we will, we will we be next ha- year. Next year, we will be. I yeah. Have a little bit. They basically gave up, but for a good reason, because they were still making a ton of money. Yes. Uh, so 2012, Raspberry Pi came out. A little thing called Raspberry Pi. John, do you know what a I'm Raspberry actually Pi surprised is? I've always heard so of it, long, but I
2: never yeah. really knew what it was.
1: I know it's a big for like emulating stuff. And okay, gonna tell you what it is. So Raspberry Pi is a bare bones, low cost credit card size computer created by volunteers, mostly drawn from academia and the UK tech industry. Is released to help teach children how to code. That's originally what it was meant for. Um, The Raspberry Pi is one of the best-selling British computers, which is funny. As of May 2021, it's the the only selling British. (laughs) As of May 2021, more than 40 million boards have been sold. Wow! So basically, a lot. The reason why a lot of people use it for what you know, as gamers use it for emulation, is it's basically just a really, really tiny computer. That's all it is. And that you can, and they're dirt cheap, and they're so dirt it's cheap easy to play so around with them. A lot of times you'll see people like 3D print like a Super Nintendo, and they'll just put the Raspberry Pi in there and carry around like a, you know a pocket size emulator, which is awesome because you can just like yeah. you know oh it has Bluetooth, I can just use a Bluetooth Isn't controller like, and there you go. They have boom. like
2: a and like a <clears throat> looks like a Game Boy and it has like
1: a thousand games on it. That's a mm-hmm. Raspberry. Yeah, that's basically a Raspberry Pi. Yeah. yeah. You can do that with like all kinds of. I'm pretty sure actually in our Discord, Obnoxious Walt did that. I'm pretty sure he got a Raspberry Pi yeah, and like yeah. made like a little mini emulator. Is that what you're talking about? Well, I've seen it on
2: like Amazon stuff. They sell like, yeah. it's a little handheld with a screen yeah. on it and, it's, it's like, and it's, it has like
1: every like, Game Boy game ever made on games. it. Well, games. Well, some
0: of the, I mean, just I, because uh, it's a small computer doesn't mean there. it's a Pi. A lot of Chinese companies after the pie mm-hmm. came out were like, like oh, this can make us a lot of money. Yeah, so they exactly. just make their own versions of the pie with yeah. like a bunch of random other specs yeah. on them. Mm-hmm. And it it is su- such a large, small niche community that there's YouTube channels dedicated to literally just reviewing all of these different products because they come yeah. out like like constantly. Yeah. yeah.
1: So the smallest pie, John, it's called the pie pico is only four dollars. That's crazy. So By a four, it's a full computer. computer. It's a full computer. That's, that's four dollars. So, and the the more the probably the one that's like the most sold is about thirty five. There's like a thirty five dollar and a fifty five dollar version. It's like a two gig and four gig. So, like the most expensive Raspberry Pi is only like seventy five bucks. That's crazy. Yeah. Which is which is crazy. It's like that is like in a full computer that you can hook up and do stuff to. It's nuts. It's it's pretty. It, it's pretty cool. And speaking of tiny little computers. Uh, Intel comes out with the NUC. You know what a NUC is, John?
2: No, I don't. It's the,
1: it's the next. It's the <laughs> it's the next. It's the next Neck. unit of computing. It's the next unit of computing. A motherboard measuring only four inches by four inches. Oh yeah, we so all use NUC those is. now. Yeah, we yeah we all, yeah, all use them. Tiny yeah. motherboards with uh. Well, we don't need big uh motherboards because we don't have to have graphics cards anymore because they don't exist. Right. No, I said that exactly. joke like 4 times this episode, but I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> it's going to keep com- it's going to keep coming back. Yeah. yeah. We we all can all, we can all use Nux now because we can't. It is kind of sad though cuz I have a friend
2: at work that really is wanting to build a P- gaming PC and he cannot. He cannot build one.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. literally most people. That yeah, it's
0: really sad. The Nux back in the day and even now are really cool devices in my opinion. Yeah. I have always thought that these things were super dope, but I always felt that their full potential was never truly lived up to, just because the the way that Intel decided to use them was just to make cheaper, smaller units for like offices and schools and uh, stuff like that. Yeah, that it makes sense. Because then you wouldn't have like a giant tower.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, I yeah, but I
0: always yeah. yeah, and, you know, they're successful because they're still making Nux, and Radicus, some dude, uh, one of the people in our Discord, not just some dude, <laughs> <laughs> uh, some, <laughs> some guy on our Discord, he uses them all the time, like, he goes and installs these at clients' offices, like, this is a thing, this is, they're very, very popular in that aspect, because mm. some of them, you can just use the base amount on the back of the monitor, and mm-hmm. just plop it
1: on there. Oh, wow, the, okay. R- Radicus? They're that small. About our Buddy Reticus installing yeah. Nucs all. Over. Yeah, he he literally installs them all the time.
0: Yeah, and so while that is cool and they're successful in that aspect, I always felt like the potential for these was for custom PC makers to make even smaller modular computers like
1: because form factor. That's crazy looking. Mini, at, like super. I'm mini looking form at a picture
2: factor. of it. It's like a little module, just a little box.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So- yeah. It's is is a Mac Mini considered a NUC? No, that's Mac just... Mini is a Mac Mini because it's too s- stupid expensive. Well, no, I know that, but I'm saying like I know a NUC is like supposed to be cheap, but I don't know if NUC is just like an Intel thing or like it is. Okay, it's um, their
0: brand name for a mini, their small
1: computers. Tiny. Okay, that's just not true. saying like considering.
0: It. Considering that you can either get a NUC with an Intel processor or nothing else because AMD at the time wasn't making anything. Mm-hmm. yeah, NUCs are basically what you call them. AMD now has small form factor computers like mm-hmm.
1: Intel's They'll NUCs of NUC. the
0: old days.
2: Yeah,
0: I don't think they call them NUCs though. Hmm.
2: This one it's says just- the fourth generation has well. You can get a uh, Core i5-4250U. HD graphics, 5,000, 16 gigs of RAM. It has four USB ports, gigabyte internet. Whoa. It's got an internal 2.5 SATA.
1: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wait, yeah. so, but that's what I'm saying. Like, even though it's not a NUC, like, the Mac Mini would be, like, the closest thing that Mac has to a NUC, quote-unquote. In, Titan- a, in a yeah. sense, yes. Yeah, that's their, Just that would be like their small- version. Just because it's a small right just because it's a small
0: form factor computer i got you but my thinking was i was like okay these things are really small the pcb boards are usually like two to three inches diagonally Mm -hmm. across yeah okay hold on two three inches now mother that's it it literally says on there motherboard measuring four by four that's what the most of them. at least this one in 2012 five to six inches diagonally yeah i was like okay cool that's a small form factor if they just add connectors on that kind of like the the pies did Mm -hmm. right yeah and say you put uh uh, mxm form factor slot on there for a mm. graphics card like boom right yeah. there you have a mini form factor computer that's modular but mm-hmm. the thing is mxm form factor for gpus like never took on yeah and it's just super depressing to me because we could have technically by this point been making computers that are the same form factor or smaller than consoles back in the day yeah. which in my opinion is just super dope
1: yeah i think I think when it, I don't know if it's ever going to happen, if we get to have like fully modular PCs, I know. I know some mean? like I know, obviously, like I can get a GPU, I can get a sound card, I can put all this stuff. But I mean, like literally almost to the point where I can buy a box and I can fit anything into it because everything is like the same. It's never going to happen because there's too many people. What like I'm saying like if like for what you're saying a mini form you're factor you're just
0: describing a PC.
1: <laughs> no, I know, but I'm saying say I buy a mini form factor box, right? That okay. has a motherboard on it. There's only some graphics cards will fit in there. Other graphics cards will not fit in there. You know, oh, what I mean, you're
0: talking about literally every single component coming out fitting in there? And f- yeah, yeah, we'll never get yeah, there. Yeah, that's
1: what I'm saying. It's never going to happen. Like yeah. where that that to me is like "quote unquote fully modular" where like any if I buy something, I can put anything I want in it. Like, it's not ever right. going to happen. You know, kind of like, well, I'd say it's like, that's how consoles are, but they make the same hardware for every single console. So and they it's make all, it and fit it's all around it. On. That's what I'm yeah. saying. They make it fit on there. So I'm like, I know there's been people like, I'm making the first fully modular PC. I'm like, yeah, for those five parts that you have. These cool, are
2: like great. $600. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're decent computers, too.
0: It's just most of them, because they're so small, they don't have the power delivery. So a lot of them use a laptop
1: power processors box. oh well they're also and, like
0: and yeah they have external power perks so. they're
1: also like re- replacing dell like Optiplexes or whatever <laughs> right well yeah. it looks I like mean, for, dell. for what
0: people want to use them for they don't really the need
2: newest that bestest box, yeah. one has an i7 1165 g7 processor in it
1: yeah which you can game on like a g6 all right so nice 2012 that was about AD. the same time too that, that was like that was a good call 2009. out 2009 All right, last thing in 2012 that happened that some like four people cared about, uh, Windows 8 came out. Great, it was basically you know how you know how iPad came out and everybody thought tablets were really cool. Microsoft also thought tablets were cool because they made Windows 8 to work on their Windows tablets that took off. John has a Surface, basically, and Windows
0: phones. And you guys remember those?
1: And they
2: no one they thought that everybody wanted a mobile. Uh, tablet, interface, inter- tablet interface on their computers and they were wrong yeah so you guys were... remember the
0: start menu how awesome that is yeah now when you click on the windows button it's going to change your desktop ui to a tablet ui with a bunch of
1: tiles on it isn't that Ti- awesome tiles are the best windows i the do not best. enjoy Everything. tablet
2: mode of my surface
1: <laughs> yeah wait
0: is your tablet still running eight or is it running ten
2: that's 10, but if it goes to tablet mode, it's, it kind of turns into that Windows 8. It like, yeah, sort it like
1: of locks things off. Sort of Windows 8 ish. Yeah. Windows 8's yeah, like clawing on its way into it. Please. <laughs> let me in. Yeah, let, let me it. in. <laughs> it's like I, I recently watched Austin Powers. It's when Austin Powers kills Will Ferrell's character. And he's like, Help, <laughs> I've been very badly burned. If someone could just. I know how to get out of here. I designed this myself. <laughs> That's basically what i say. <laughs> All right. 2013. I know we're talking a lot about really old movies in this episode. 2013. AMD releases three processors only, but it doesn't... AMD at this point is not really in the market for releasing consumer processors because they are releasing processors for the PS4 and the Xbox One. So that's all. That's their moneymaker this year. Well, they, they, don't really...
0: they made some really bad choices early on, and I actually forgot to help you put them in here. The yeah. 8130 and 8100 series, basically whatever. They, the FX series, basically. Yeah, the FX series. Were garbage. We went over that in our AMD episode. Yeah. That was a horrible choice for them to do that, where they basically faked having more cores than what oh, they were. Oh, yeah,
1: that's right. What they
0: actually had legally they didn't have that many cores that was just filed and they got sued for that yeah but uh yeah this was basically when amd was just trying to release anything to try to be competitive but it was not working
2: the playstation 4 was the first console i ever pre-ordered and i got that out of my system forever the end except
0: except (laughs) uh except now
2: except for today a game i didn't pre-order a 500 hundred dollar console
1: Okay, that's that's true. That is true. Because I got it, like, and yeah. there was
2: nothing to play on it.
1: Mm-hmm. I well, played. I played.
2: A, every console what was that game called ever. that yeah. was supposed to sh- Killzone, dude? I don't even think I bought. Oh yeah, Killzone launch. Um, there, no, it was the game. It was like the launch it's, game because it had all okay. the particles in it. It was that, It was like that monster that had all these different like. Yeah, Knack. Knack. <laughs> knack. Yeah, I never even beat <laughs> it. I just particles. played it at the very beginning, and I stopped playing it.
1: Yeah. So did <laughs> so did everyone else. That's because launch titles are bad, except for Bloodborne, or not Bloodborne, uh, Demon Souls. Yeah. Oh, that's... true. That is the launch. Mm-hmm. Yikes. That's, well, that's a crazy launch title. Yeah, yeah, that's basically the only reason to buy a PS5. So yeah, basically 2013, yeah. the only thing that big news that happened apparently from everywhere I could figure out, other than normal releases from other companies, uh, yeah, PS4, like and- PS4 and Xbox come out. At this point, we're honestly, we're getting closer and closer to consoles being just PCs with weird specs considering
0: the last generation which was the sixth or seventh generation Mm -hmm. of consoles were used one was still using a power pc processor i'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure and then the other one was using a cell processor which was some crazy weird design that sony thought of that didn't work out yeah Uh, at this point these were basically just super cut down closed off pcs that were really bad they're nuts they're really bad (laughs) nuts
1: <laughs> hey, the PS4 and Xbox One are actually like, I mean, now if if I would have got one for like two hundred bucks when it came out, I'd be like, okay, this is all right. People you know? were complaining back in the
0: day when these came out that they were super underpowered at
1: the time. They were, and they still are at this point. Yeah, it just it just sucks though because you know, obviously, we're very uh, pro consumer and player choice and all that.
0: They they had they basically had the same power as a seven GTX seven sixty oh, wow. two gigabyte. Yeah, hmm. and that came out, I believe, a year before these, and it was like two hundred dollars, I think. Mm-hmm. But then a year after this one, the nine hundred and fifty came out, and it was like a hundred dollars.
1: So <laughs> well, it's not, it's not like the consoles that we just got last year that are actually like pretty powerful. Correct, but they're this they're... is the first
0: <laughs> first time in a long time that the the new console generation is basically the pinnacle at that moment of consumer technology almost
1: now i would say that this is the only time that that's happened
0: no because it happened back in like the 80s and
1: 90s what when consoles because the console
0: yeah because the consoles back then were actually like that was the design you know Mm -hmm. like they had to think of like all these new ways to process things you know
1: that's true it's just hard to imagine that because it's all like 8-bit you're like this is the height of technology mario (laughs) jumping that turtle (laughs) oh my god (laughs) yeah right yeah so yeah ps4 xbox came out basically threw that in here kind of a big deal but it's also this is the only thing that saved amd <laughs> yeah basically this is kind of like one of the big reasons why amd is still like was is actually able to be competitive now because this gave them the money they needed to like yeah. keep their doors oh, yeah. open at this yeah. point thank Definitely. god they thank, were on thank, the verge god. of bankruptcy thank god because one we need more competition in the market competition is all competition breed is only good for the consumer right i think almost everyone agrees that the
0: xbox and playstation had basically the same hardware and that's hilarious competition is great
1: (laughs) it's it's funny that i i think that people that are still like what we would call like console fanboys are like oh playstation is better than xbox like except and amd is just like yes yes (laughs) Yes. (laughs) yeah that that gif
0: of and not gif the the meme of the Simpsons, where the monkeys are fighting on the yeah. pirate
3: ship. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and
0: the, the pirates in the background, it's just AMD, yeah, yeah. and it's got Xbox oh, yeah. and PlayStation <laughs> fighting <Yeah>. each other.
1: <laughs> yeah, all the fans. It's just like, what? All right. So moving on to 2014, the GeForce 900 series releases, and it's a family of graphic processing units developed by NVIDIA, surprisingly, as you can tell, I copied that. Uh, so this was the gtx 970 the 980 the 980 ti and the titan x i remember hearing about this and seeing it and just i mean the name titan just sounds really cool like that they they, they... had titans
0: before then but this one was a uh, marketed a little bit more towards gamers but this one's the titan for x x yeah. makes
1: everything sound cooler for some reason well and i think like two
0: years before they had the titan black yeah it was pretty know. dope yeah it had
1: a cool cooler this is the when the 900 series came out i feel like this was a this is the first time that i recognized gpus coming out and i think i was getting more into like computer stuff that i recognized them coming out and being like okay that's pretty cool because the 700 yeah. series had been out but i'm just like okay they're cool you know the 770 and all that's like they're good but it's like the 900 i mean everyone was like the 970 is sick the 980 is like crazy Then, even though it's like decent price and like yeah <clears throat> exactly. games yeah the
0: reason being is that the 900 series was amazing price to performance yeah this yeah. is the generation where it, nvidia basically solidified their market domination mm-hmm. in the GPU. so i in the yeah. GPs.
2: traded in my 680 for a 980 probably Ooh. in 2014 and i remember because one of my other buddies got it too and i bought it as, as well and i got fifty dollars that like you know how they give out like free games well yeah. i got mm-hmm. money for free to play games from them <laughs> i got i got money for world of tanks um <laughs> yes. and i got money for guys, um, what, oh, what was it called it was a mech game that was free to play it was actually fun because we played hawken 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 yeah so we got i got fifty dollars for world of tanks and i got fifty dollars for hawken
1: which I don't know if Hawken exists anymore. It, they changed the Thanks. name. This is garbage. But wow. I,
2: I played Hawken a lot after that because mm-hmm. we, we had money for it. On so your I didn't play World of Tanks. But I did play <laughs> Hawken a lot because my other, my other buddy had the money too. So we played it and we played it for mm-hmm. a while. But I mean, it was a free to play game too. So it had its problems. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the 980 was a beast. And then I replaced that with my 1070 Ti. So.
1: The 980, 980 Hey, right now the 980 is still a GPU that people want because one, you can't get a graphics cards. I know I already said that <laughs> yeah. a bunch of times, but two, it's like 980 is still like an oh, like 970, 980. Like these are still good graphics mm-hmm. cards today. Like they're still like usable cards. Yeah. I mean, you're not playing Cyberpunk 60 FPS, but no one is, so why does it matter? Know,
0: so a, a GTX 980 is about the same
1: performance as a 1060. And the 1060 yeah. is still the most popular card on Steam. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying, like. If you're, I mean, if you're playing even older games or even like esports games, like Counter-Strike, Rockling, stuff like, like, yeah, these are fine. These graphics cards are fine. Like, you're, that, yeah. and I think, I think that's the thing, too, is like, not only is this 2014, you gotta think, this is 2014. This is already seven years ago. And these graphics cards the are- at the end of 2014. Yeah, but I'm saying these graphics cards are literally still relevant today. Like yes. I have, I have a uh six a years later. Yeah, seven I have a, years later. i have a 1080. Before this, I had your 970 Dakota, and I used that yeah. for for a, a year couple years, and it was fine. I'm like this thing is like is running. I mean, before that it had a 770. So I'm like, this thing, yeah. Something having the 800 series, it died. I'm not sure what happened.
0: Uh, they were laptop GPUs only. <laughs> Yikes!
1: I don't like. Oh, how. and this.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. Good thing you brought that up the 900 series is actually the first time that laptop gpus weren't garbage (laughs) true this is when this is when gaming on a laptop actually started to become very viable
1: hmm i remember because they did really good job with marketing and i know the price even though i didn't i never bought a 900 series i think the one i got i bought a 960 and i think i paid like almost 200 bucks for my wife that was her gpu that that this is like not age well yeah it did not but i mean for at the time it was like the best thing you could buy for the price It was like almost like yeah. 180 or 200 bucks i was like yeah it didn't age well but it's still like an okay graphics card it's not like yeah it's the 970 definitely was like the benchmark of like 970 above was like you have a really good graphics yeah. card right now for,
0: for a long time the 970 was the most popular gpu on steam because it sold it sold a ton and Nvidia yeah. made bank because fun fact the 970 only had so it sold the 974 gigabyte right mm-hmm. that's how much memory yeah. was on the box mm-hmm. but it actually only had three and a half gigs of usable memory and then the last 500 megabytes was slowed down so much that if you ever started like needed to use that much memory all four mm-hmm. gigs, the performance for the GPU would just tank <laughs> drastically. And they got sued so hard for that. Yeah, they got. <laughs> but sued it didn't like matter crazy. because they made bank.
1: They're like, cool. We can buy our lawyers. We can literally buy exactly. them. Doesn't matter because
0: when you sell like three to five million GPUs at three hundred to four hundred dollars a pop, mm-hmm. it's actually four hundred dollars because that's I yeah. bought it at four hundred. Uh, like a what is it? I don't know. Five to ten million dollar fine is nothing.
2: Yeah,
1: Nose. You're, like, yes. you're like blowing your nose with money. What you saying? Hang yeah. on here. Yeah. <laughs> Throw it at <laughs> exactly. their face. Blah. It's it's the same thing. The same meme with the monkeys fighting exactly (laughs) yeah it's like people in a lawsuit they're like we're suing nvidia do you want to be part of this uh lawsuit you're like cool here's 37 cents you get for not you know use 500 megabytes of your well and also
2: class
0: action lawsuits never benefit the consumer the lawyers are the ones that make out yeah yeah they make
1: (laughs) if they actually win they're like cool we made millions and here's your here's your profit every
0: consumer gets 20 dollars yeah i think my when the class action lawsuit happened, I think they said I was going to get like 40 to $60 if yeah. I still had my receipt five yeah. years later.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me go find that real quick. Hang on. Yeah. 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 Oh, Oh. here it is. I found it. I, <laughs> I found it. <laughs> it's a middle finger. <laughs> yeah. All right. So 2014. So as you guys notice, where was it? I think it was 20... 2012. 12? No, 2011, 2011. 2011 sorry. Uh, 2011, Ford, first four terabyte hard drive comes out. 2014, the first eight terabyte hard drive comes out. Three years later.
0: That's actually by, pretty by, by
1: Seagate, yeah. They're Seagate's just they're like I don't it. know if they're. I think they have jet skis. I'm assuming that's what Seagate they make jet skis and hard drives because they're zooming. Yes. Yeah, They're zooming. That's right 100 accurate. Yep. I <laughs> think I think for a I can't remember. There was a while that Seagate. I remember people telling me like don't buy their hard drives because they're terrible. I don't know if that's still I the case. I don't understand
0: why. I've I, been in the in the computer. It was repair, some, I was in the computer repair It was some for like, like ten years, and I it was never some like Western
1: Digital freaking collusion rumors. It, it must some rumor have been. Mail. It was some scam. All I know is that I was like I've had Seagate's forever, and they're always been fine. But like no, I remember yeah. there was for a while, like around this time, people were like oh yeah, don't buy Seagate hard drives because they're they're like crashing and all this stuff. And I was like, why are you wearing Western Digital shirts? Like he runs, puts a trench coat back on, and <laughs> Just it takes off. Yeah. <laughs> Was that the Hamburglar? What happened? Like I I think the guy just took my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But there was a stigma around Seagate for a couple of years, and then people got over that because they're like, wait, this the hard drive I bought is uh works fine. Yeah, cool.
0: They take off the Seagate sticker, it's actually Western.
3: Yeah, <laughs> like,
1: oh, no. yeah. also I don't most people probably don't know this, but when it comes to like hard drives, RAM, and a lot of stuff. A lot of the stuff is all made by the same people. They just put different it labels is. on it. It's like when you go yeah. on Amazon, you search anything, and there's 50 different Chinese companies making the same thing yeah. with slightly different variations of the name. And the, the yeah. reviews say, "work are good. Buy now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's made all by the same people. Just saying. I'm CEO. Good product. <laughs> yeah. I give five thumb way up. Like, what? All right. Okay. Google releases a 64-bit version of Chrome for Windows in 2014 which oh, wow. just means that it eats more memory it's when you use it. <laughs> <laughs> it. means like, we, now we can eat double the RAM. Our yeah. power is uncontained. <laughs> uh, I think every time I see the Chrome logo, I really want, I'm sure I've seen it before. I really want them to merge with the Sherman Williams logo because Sherman Williams is like a paint bucket spilled on the earth and it just says cover the oh, earth. Yeah. It says cover the and earth. Paint, yeah. <laughs> just change it. Just, yeah, cover the earth and paint. We will dominate. Williams is basically like we will dominate the earth with our paint. Like, all right, you guys need to relax. All that paint, humans must (laughs) die. (laughs) (laughs) It's like our overlords wish, willing to take over the earth. Yeah. So, Google released a 64 version of Chrome. Great. Sure, it works fine. It it's eating all of the RAM right now. It's busy. Sorry. Uh, and Intel unveiled its first eight core desktop processor the i7 5960 yeah, x so this is back he... when high end desktop processors were a thing mm-hmm. which
0: is a market of the segment where they basically took uh, server grade processors that were performing really well or i guess they were the crappy server
1: processors yeah, that weren't performing really well
0: for thousands of dollars to consumers
1: yeah they took xenon processors that like somebody like tripped and like it snapped in half like oh whoops <laughs> The janitor I just dropped this
0: entire bin. Well, (laughs) that's okay, we'll just make a thousand dollars less,
1: (laughs) throw it in the enthusiast bin. That's where we're dumping all these garbage and xenon processors. Okay, question, and I know we're eventually gonna wait. We already did a CPU and motherboards episode, didn't we? Yeah, we did, yeah, with the 101. Okay, I didn't pay enough attention during that episode. Yeah, what's up? What's the question? Question, whenever I was reading about this, PCBs are like the actual boards that. Stuff's printed on, right? For it's, just, it's just an
0: electrical board, yeah. Okay.
1: So, whenever they're making graphics cards, what I was reading something about, it, it's like, say they're like, hey, we're going to try to make a 3090. If things don't work out, it turns into a 3080. If it gets worse, it turns into like a 3070. And then if it gets worse, it turns into a 3060 because it's like a quality thing, right? Mm-hmm. Am I cro- wrong or am I right? Almost.
0: Okay. So it doesn't have anything to do with PCB. It's the actual die for the yeah. for the processor chip, mm-hmm. right?
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, so say they have a design for a 3090, right? Mm-hmm. That's the full fat die. It's a perfect die because they make them on a wafer, which is a circle. Yeah. And they basically just cut rectangles out of that, uh-huh. right? So how many good processors can I get on that wafer, right? Okay. Any ones that have a defect, depending mm-hmm. on how bad the defect is, like say i don't know half the cores are not working properly mm-hmm. okay cool we'll just fuse off all of those that aren't working and we'll sell mm. it as a lower inch
2: oh area. my god okay
1: yeah john did you know I that? Did not. i did not i did not know that either i, I need. <laughs> i need to watch like i like watching that show like how it's made where it's like but it's mostly yeah. it's mostly me just watching food videos and getting hungry yeah it's like this guy well it's because like, they make food is... Kit Kat bars and i'm like right. yes which also use wafers. way more
0: interesting to to watch being made because it's like, ah, I take a liquid. I put mm-hmm. heat over it and it turns into a fluffy thing. Yeah, right? exactly. Where, like, with a processor. So it's, it's like oh, laser laser. laser? Oh, you have a processor. <laughs> yeah, like, cool. I have no yeah, idea what I happens. need.
1: A, I'm sure there's videos how it's like made. I need to look that up. Like yeah, uh, they're, how
0: they're very boring. No, no, it's not like boring.
1: I'm talking about like, you know, people like use 3D animation, like make an animated version of like how oh, explain okay. to me how it's actually made because I'm like, I didn't. Okay. Because I was reading that the other day, like, oh, yeah, they're supposed to make 3090s, but some of the wafers got messed up. In my head, I'm thinking, like, oh. Kit Kat bars and stuff. Like, that's my yeah, wafers yeah, yeah. that I know.
0: <laughs> well, okay, so if you if you look at it at an angle and you can actually see the lines in the wafer, yeah. it does straight up look like a little bit of a waffle. Hmm. So okay. it kind of makes sense. Like, you know, wafers that, you know, those. I don't know if this is an American thing. You know, those disgusting wafers that are super and crunchy could... and they have, like, a thin layer of flavor mm-hmm. on them. Oh, I love those, I yeah. Like,
1: I you don't like, like these? the ones that are vanilla, like vanilla strawberry, strawberry like, like Neapolitan those? way Neapolitan they're like just basically like yeah. straight sugar vehicles that oh get crumbs everywhere love those no, things <laughs> they
0: have the they have the weirdest I flavor. love those <laughs> they're the best <laughs> they're like one of my <laughs> favorite loved things I, f- I love those yeah, so much. okay I will open I'm them sorry. and
1: eat the entire oh, yeah. thing whatever the packages it's like. But it, the, except for the fact that you have like a mountain of crumbs on your body. after Exactly. Them. Well, yeah
2: The dad thing is they're only like a dollar at H-E-B and I have to stare yeah. at them like I, I don't need it I don't need to eat those
0: <laughs> I, <don't need> it. <laughs> I need Okay, it. but as an example, you know how the top of them look like yeah, you know, it's like yeah, yeah. all the bunch of squares like a That's basically what a, a wafer looks like for like <clears throat> how the processors and stuff are is it, so there's so
1: there's some guy that's like watching processor get me just licking his lips like no, oh. no no no
0: I think it's just coincidence that the name lines up perfectly with what they look like he's just I think really wafer hungry. is a
1: technical term of some sort I don't know is this a technical question you're asking
0: but oh you okay you had brought up the uh, the 3080 and stuff like that a good example is <clears throat> recently the 3080 Ti came out and a bunch mm-hmm. of people were pissed off that that mm-hmm. came out right yeah there's two reasons why people were pissed off. There aren't any lower-end products available. So it's like, oh, another expensive product comes out when you can't even buy stuff, right? That's one reason why people are pissed off. Another reason why people are pissed off that relates to the topic is that the 3080 Ti is the same die as the 3090, the 3080, and 3070. Mm -hmm. So depending on how many defects the 3090 die has, they Mm -hmm. just turn it into a 3080, 3070, (laughs)
3: 3080
0: Ti. So people were pissed off that, those dies are now being split in between a 3080 and a 3070 if there's a defect those dies are now going to a 3080 ti an even more expensive graphics card
1: wait okay and then the well.
0: video was like oh no we were saving these all along we ha- always planned to have a 3080 ti out it has nothing yeah. to do with the fact that we're able to make bank on
1: these yeah we're gonna make an extra like three four hundred dollars per gpu and right. guess what we know there's a shortage, so you're going to buy it, you greedy little monkeys. You're going right, to buy all exactly. of them. You're going to wait line like, outside is, in the heat to do it.
0: Right. The thing yeah. is, if you look at the history of they all, they have pretty much always had a TI version of their cars coming out for the past 10 years. Yeah. It makes sense that they would do that,
1: but it also is a really bad look. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but guess what? Since there's not any competition in the market, they're going to get away with murder like they do over and over well, and over again. Well, there is competition,
0: again. but it doesn't matter because even the competition's graphics cards are being sold out
1: well does amd do like ti versions do they call it something else they call it x no they're still figuring out what they want to call their (laughs) stuff right now it's xt oh oh, amd no am well i know that i know that it's happening isn't it lisa sue and then her name that Mm -hmm. is running ceo of AMD? yeah Yeah. where she's just like all right guys she like kicked in the door and like threw ryzen at them like ryzen ninja stars and she's like all right i'm here to fix everything and your graphics <laughs> yes. and your graphics card division because it's garbage right now yeah. Uh, yeah,
3: yeah. well
0: okay they also kicked out roger kuduri who was the guy that was making all of the graphics cards
1: mm.
0: he left
1: to go mm. to intel oh mm. yikes. big yikes yikes and start and where are intel's arms.
0: graphics at now
1: they're hd dude what are you talking about they've been hd they were hd way before everyone else (laughs) we've had intel hd graphics for years now yeah yeah that would be cool though if intel started making gpus that are actually i mean they're trying
0: to they have the whole xe thing but it's taken way too long to come to desktop yikes i guarantee you their first desktop grade quote-unquote graphics card is going to be terrible
1: Stick to nuts. I get boys. it. It's their
0: first one, but still, it's like I don't trust Roger Kuduri. He was, I personally, I believe he was the one that messed up
1: AMD. Speaking of which, we're in 2015. The Radeon R5, R7, R9 300 series are released by AMD. What? Well,
0: no. The Radeon 300 series release.
1: Huh? What did the I Radeon say?
0: 300 series released, and then the the R5, R7, and R9 are like the different variants.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. You know what I meant. It's, yeah. they definitely didn't take that from the i3, i5, i7. Correct. From Intel. Yeah, definitely not. Definitely so, didn't. yeah. So, as Dakota wrote in here, they touted that they had, their graphics card had eight gigabytes of memory instead of NVIDIA's 3.5. Mm. <laughs> what happened? Okay, you, tell me what there happened. Was with an that. Inti- yeah, okay. So, there was, so AMD basically
0: had eight gigabytes on. Almost all of their graphics cards, even the lower ones, mm. uh, the super low ones had two gigs and four gigs, mm-hmm. but then pretty much the mid-range on up had eight. eight gigabytes available as an option. V-Rant. And So they their marketing at the time tore into NVIDIA about the three and a half gigs. And they were like, our graphics cards have eight gigabytes, unlike others who cheap out and stuff like that. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was some pretty good marketing, but the graphics cards themselves were pretty good. Pretty
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh what is it it's like oh i like that um it always reminds me of where it's like oh they had really good marketing but the product was terrible exactly. it reminds me of that brooklyn 99 quote it's like cool motive still murder exactly <laughs> <laughs> cool ads still sucks yeah exactly <laughs> oh man so yeah yeah. The, I
0: had the 200 and 300 series were the ones that gave amd the hot and loud uh tagline.
1: <laughs> they were. I bought I had bought before I bought a nine sixty oh, yeah, for my wife I had a R seven two seventy X. I still have it yeah. actually. And that thing was uh not good. Would be That's the card that I
0: originally started out gaming on.
1: The it was first, supposed to the be the pre built Dell that I had had yeah. a
0: 270 accident
1: it It was supposed to be good and when i got it i was like this is not bad and then the more we used it and it did not age well it aged like milk if i had to say it did it aged very poorly and it did not run it did not like games very well it It did not no (laughs) all right microsoft release windows 10 thank the lord because windows 8 came out and three years and they gave everybody free upgrade to windows 10 from they did give everyone free upgrade for like
2: two years yeah
1: Yeah. well technically (laughs) you can still get a free upgrade please get off eight (laughs) yeah yeah well i think they have like it took several years for i don't know whoever whoever told microsoft to make i feel like there's a guy that works there that is like he's a zune guy he was like we should make a zune to compete with the ipod and the zune is like awesome no i'm saying
0: no you guys remember that guy that worked at at microsoft
3: oh yeah he got on stage a... and
0: was like developers 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 <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he was also the guy that said like oh computers will never need more than like two, two gigs of ram yeah. or something like
1: that yeah <laughs> yeah that was the guy <laughs> that's also the the guy that was like zune is gonna be awesome and then it was but then they couldn't compete with apple oh, like
0: microsoft owns zune they yep. did i, f- I, I always forget about that
1: zune was re- i wanted one so bad dude it, it, it was a it, it actually the device was real- a
0: triangle. It I was pretty know. dope. There were what? No, there were. were rectangles. Okay. There was they're there was one that was a triangle. Okay,
1: there may have been one that was like a Ninja Star triangle, but they're definitely
0: No no. no. Okay, so uh, you know how like uh what is it? Beats pills, mm-hmm. the speakers? Yeah. Okay, it's it's that shape, but just a triangle and not an oval. Mm.
1: Hold on. I'll look it up. Okay, look it up. So yeah, Windows 10 comes out, we're all still using it. Yep. It's great. They just recently unveiled Windows 11, <laughs> so uh, which, as you know, if you go off the um, what is it, the rule of Microsoft is that Windows 11 is probably going to be terrible. Windows 12 or 13, whichever version they skip, will probably be the good one. Yeah. So we'll wait until that happens. Uh. So. Boone. Oh wait. Oh, Boone. No, Never mind. John's Pano. It was Pano. Do you know? A- oh. Oh yikes! Yeah. That's awful. It
0: it literally <laughs> looks like a iPod Nano, just with the back being extended into a triangle shape. I
1: think it's a dumb I think, idea. <laughs> I think don't you? It's very uncomfortable it looks, to hold. It looks like the stone that you have to stick in the slot at the end of Fifth yeah, Element when they're trying to save yes. the world. <laughs> yes. Earth, wind, water. What's the last one? I think it's love. <laughs> if if, it, if you've seen Fifth Element, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah yeah and they're like oh what are, it's this one's when he's like <laughs> sorry you heard that you'll you'll get the reference anyways okay this thing called alpha go is created john do you know what go is it's like it's like it looks like chinese checkers basically no yeah, yeah. but it's like black it's like a board game there's like black and white pieces and you like put a white piece next to it and it turns get re- it turns like the black piece is white no nope. wait black... isn't it also called othello maybe probably i think go it is sounds the, like a fellow go is the og name it's if you put it backwards that's og <laughs> so <laughs> okay google that's develop good. google develops a uh ai computer because everyone's like cool let's make skynet that sounds like a good idea and uh basically the ai was able to defeat a human opponent in go which had never been happened before with no handicaps. interesting and then it yeah i mean Dude, do you, can you imagine how many servers and RAM it took to do that for like process? Apparently, it's like a really, really complicated game. It looks very simple, but strategy wise, it's kind of like on a level of chess as far as like knowing how many moves ahead of someone you need to be and all that stuff. That's why I don't play it. I stick to games like Battlefield where I can just get killed by a tank. Exactly. Works, works so much better. All right. We're on to 2016. Dakota. Please read this because I will butcher almost oh. everything. Oh, wait, you might too. You this to read is a relic this?
0: from... No, no, I got it. I got okay, it. This is okay. a relic from the past, man. So high bandwidth memory has been adopted by JDEC as an industry standard in October of 2013. The second generation, HBM2, which is a name that most people probably know, if, if you know computers, mm-hmm. uh, was accepted by JDEC in tw- uh, January of 2016. HBM or high bandwidth memory... Achieves higher bandwidth while using less power in a uh, sustainably substantially substantially smaller form factor than DDR4 or GDR GDDR5 memory. So GDDR5 memory is the stuff they put on graphics card. DDR4 is the stuff that you use for your CPU. What you would call VRAM. VRAM, right? It's GDDR5.
1: Okay.
0: This is achieved by stacking up to eight DRAM dies, thus being a three-dimensional integrated circuit, including an optional base die often a silicon interposer uh, with a memory controller which are interconnected through silicon
1: vias yeah yeah tst no it might be vias TSVs. Or vs because that's they're no, called csv so I'm yeah. not sure.
0: and micro bumps the HBM technology is similar in principle, but incompatible with the hybrid memory cube interface developed by Micron technology. Okay, I've never heard of Micron <laughs> or hybrid uh,
1: memory I mean, cubes. I've never understood that. There's so, the people that made that weird triangle. Bluetooth yeah, exactly. MP3 player <laughs> you're yeah.
0: talking about. Okay, so I'll simplify this a little bit. HBM memory, just think of it like GDR, GDDR5 memory, the stuff on your graphics card. Just stacked on top of one another. They mm-hmm. figured out a way to have all of them communicate with one another, mm. even though it's like in a tower base, instead Ooh. of having all the so, uh, connectors underneath like, one another and running through the PCB. Like raid for memory? No. What? <laughs> oh, I was so
1: excited about that.
0: Uh no, but it's it's a cool technology because 3D stacking anything is super difficult because like how the heck do you get one thing on top to talk to the other thing when the mm-hmm. when the connections on the other thing are on the bottom? Mm-hmm. It's like, it doesn't make any sense, but they figured out a way to do it. And I think the, obviously this is 2016. Mm-hmm. They AMD was working on getting this technology on their graphics cards for a while, but it kind of seems like this technology of 3D stacking and having everything talk to one another like that is kind of what helped AMD figure out how to make their Ryzen processors with that Stack- interconnectivity talking to one and, and
1: all that jazz. Right. It's kicks-
0: it seems like they were messing around with some, some wizardry that they didn't mm-hmm. really understand and it just like clicked Black and they're like we're going to make everything like this.
1: Black <laughs> magic. They're like wait, why not do this with other stuff ungabunga. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I think this just this complex way of making stuff really helped them figure out how to make Ryzen
1: a good CPU. So, so DDR4 is, tech, is currently what we are using right now, right?
0: On, D- yes,
1: on our motherboards yeah. for CPUs, yeah. So, but DDR5 is already out? DDR 5 No, no, or I'm talking about, mean? I'm talking about DDR5, like the new, there is DDR5 already out or is it coming out?
0: Coming out. There's no official consumer desktop platform that uses it, but there's rumors that the, that the 6,000 series of AMD processors will switch over to DDR5. We'll see. Because the whole pandemic kind of delays everything. So yeah. who knows? Yeah.
1: So that's what I'm saying. So even though it's 2016, this is still like current. DDR4 and GDDR5 is still current tech is what we're yes, using.
0: Yes, we don't use GDDR5 on GPUs anymore. We've moved to GDDR6.
1: Okay. Okay. So that has changed yeah. for mm-hmm. for GPUs. But DDR4 is what, I mean, that's what we're all still using, obviously. Yeah. 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 Got it. Okay, cool. So another big thing I know we've talked about. This is crazy. I know we've talked about a four terabyte hard drive, Seagate made it, and then an eight terabyte hard drive, Seagate made it. But Star Solutions beat them to the punch in this one. They released the world's very strangely first thirteen terabyte SSD, which is such a weird. Yeah, a weird number. I think they were going for fourteen, and then they messed up, or they went for sixteen, and like three of them got three of the wafers got crunched up or something. I'm not really <laughs> sure how SSDs work, but yeah, they're like. It's this was literally on everything I could find for this year that they were like bragging that we released a 13 terabyte SSD and it's like cool that's really weird that you'd bring that up I don't, like I mean it's a lot of terabytes I wouldn't mind having yeah. one of those sir sir this is a Wendy's like yeah <laughs> he's it's just like the guy that invented it, just reliving his glory days in 2016 he pulls up to the,
0: he pulls up to the drive through I'll take a a number one large combo I also made the 13 terabyte SSD. And then I'll also <laughs> take a side of Fry's. Uh, did I mention I made the first 13 terabyte SSD? And then they were brought uh, back. Dude's on the other,
1: other end like, I don't know. What it. happened to the 14 terabyte SSD? It's yeah. like Western Digital, man. We don't talk about that. <laughs> so I'm like, that's cool. We've been tracking like how hard drives have like slowly been evolving over these years. But it's like this was the only thing I could find where it's like, oh, this is like a big thing. maybe it's because it's an ssd and the other ones were actual hard drives yeah but it's still just really funny and i'm sure that one this definitely isn't consumer grade and two if even if it was it would probably cost like twenty thousand dollars (laughs) yeah this is
0: this is like server stuff probably yeah
1: so this is very interesting and i had to do some diving on this and i don't really know anything about it but the scientists at mit created the first five atom quantum computer with the potential to crack the security of traditional encryption schemes. And I started diving down into quantum computers and I had all this stuff written out. And then I deleted it because my brain started melting when I was reading it. Yeah. <laughs> and it started to get into like math. And it's like, John, do you even do you have any idea what a quantum computer is? None. Okay. Good. It's basically okay, so you've seen Ant Man, right? You've seen Ant Man? Yep. Okay, it's basically Ant-Man, but with computers. <laughs> nice. It's like if Ant-Man struck himself down really tiny, and then he is like... I just
0: started doing math.
1: And he just started doing a lot of <laughs> math, and then it's like crazy colors and stuff everywhere, and then he's like, I gotta go big again, <laughs> my brain hurts. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna get into that, because I started reading it, and I'm like... Yeah. Literally, I'm like, I, my ears are leaking, my brain fluid is <laughs> draining out of them. It's, it's really cool... Basically, all you need to know is that they figured out how a way to crack systems like your typical encryption system you'd use on, I don't know, everything like sixty-four bit and one hundred twenty-eight bit encryption. You hear it's like, "Ooh, that's encrypted through math," and I'm like, "I don't even hardly know regular math." So good for <laughs> you. I'm glad that that's working out. There's there's
0: twenty-six numbers, right?
1: I are th- letters, letters. You almost tricked oh, me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Basically, spoiler alert, people at MIT are really smart yep. doing stuff that's basically Skynet and controlling the earth. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Moving on to 2017. If only they could figure out how to make GPUs relevant and available. All right. We're in 2017. AMD launches their Ryzen CPU architecture. Finally, taking they, they kill build it. They're popping out of the ground. They're, they're coughing. They got buried six feet under for the past couple of years. So they like figured it out. They're 3D printing wafers. They're stacking everything on top of each other. (laughs) They're like, we're putting billions of transistors, billions and billions of transistors on their stuff. They got like a bunch of cores, even more threads. They're sewing stuff over there and wherever the heck they make (laughs) stuff. All right. Dakota, tell me what what Ryzen's all about quickly.
0: Ryzen kind of took the world by storm in 2017, or the computing world Mm -hmm. by storm. Because AMD was the first one to figure out how to get two CPUs to talk together on the same die. So servers are pretty, it's pretty common to have two processors on the same motherboard. Mm -hmm. And they they basically split the workloads between one another. But AMD took two different CPU dies, so what would have been in a CPU individually, Mm -hmm. merged them together on one CPU, basically, Mm -hmm. like the uh, PCB for the CPU and figured out how to get both of them to talk to one another perfectly so that the operating system only sees them as one CPU
2: together. Yeah.
0: And AMD was like, oh yeah, this is like magical. It's called Infinity Fabric, is how they Mm -hmm. talk to one another. And then Intel, to try to dig on them afterwards, was like, yeah, it's just glued together.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think maybe they were watching a few of the Avengers movies. It's the Infinity Gauntlet. Got glue. Infinity yeah. uh, fabric. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, I remember, because I knew Dakota at this time still, when Ryzen yeah. came out, I remember Dakota telling me, one, he said, AMD is about to sell like a bajillion CPUs, because AMD, these Ryzen CPUs, this 1000 series and everything else is going to be crazy, and they're going to be amazing, and everybody's going to want them, and I said, <laughs> you're stupid amd has been relevant <laughs> for years i remember telling this and i just yeah. laugh every time he told me he's like dude i'm I'm buying a ryzen i'm going to team red and i'm like you're a fool yeah oh you you were very very hey i had reason to be skeptical though no 100%. Every, everyone was skeptical they're like, 100%. they're like dude we got eight core 16 threads and everyone's like what are you talking where have you been like did you just <laughs> Like, they were basically ostrich. They like stuck their head in a hole and got to work, which is a good yeah. thing okay. for them. Yeah, they did. Do
0: you guys want to feel some pretty bad regret? In 2016, when I was hearing rumors about this, mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, I should look into stocks. You told me. I you, should you, buy you some t- AMD stock.
1: We talked because about it. Because at the
0: time, it was like $2 to $3 oh, a my share. Oh, gosh. Uh-huh.
1: gosh. Yeah. It and was. And I was
0: like, oh man, I should do this. So I signed up for Charles Schwab, mm-hmm. I did all my stuff for that. And then it was like, oh, you need to connect it to your bank account. I was like, okay, I'll do that some other time.
1: And just never did.
0: Never did it. Never bought any AMD uh. stock. And now it's like $50 to
1: $60. Yeah. So in our Discord, Lightning is, and Lightning bought it. I, I it told was, him. Yeah. I, I told him it, in like
0: 2017. It was like four or five
1: it. bucks. It was still really cheap because I think it was before yeah. Ryzen came out. It was like four or five bucks. And I think he bought, I think he bought like $100 worth. But now it's like, he's like, yeah, my AMD sucks worth like $1,000 now. And when he paid like yeah. 100 bucks, he's just like. And I was like, I remember Dakota and I talking about this. And I was like, you're stupid. It's only going to go down. Yeah. It's, it's basically like, if it's like Bitcoin. It's never going to be worth anything, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if only we could go back in time and smack the crap out of each other. That'd be good. Yeah, that's what regret feels like. <clears throat> no regrets. All right. So basically, Rising came out. As as everyone knows now, Ryzen's pretty awesome. Yep. Uh, they brought G's... eight
0: cores and sixteen threads to the consumer platform, and I consider consumer to be anything below five hundred bucks.
1: Yeah, yeah. So
0: the their eight core sixteen thread processors started at like three hundred and twenty, three hundred thirty bucks. Mm-hmm. No, was that
1: the seventeen hundred or eighteen hundred? Seventeen hundred. Yeah, because you had a seventeen hundred X for a little while, right? And I think seventeen hundred. seventeen hundred. Okay. I just and, and, don't have it in my system anymore. Yeah, and my, my wife, she still has 1700. Still works great. Great processor. Yeah. I mean, even relevant today. I have a, 2700, yep. I have a 2700X. John has a 3700X. Yep. Now yep. Dakota has like a 55 million X <laughs> something. What do you have now?
0: All of them call us 5900X.
1: 5900X? Dude, big boy. Have to upgrade a big boy. I, I no. went
0: from i7 to i9.
1: Oh. A bigger that's... number. <laughs> <laughs> that means it's better. Yeah, so... This thing, John, had four point eight billion transistors per hundred and ninety-two MMs, which stands for Mickey Mouses. Uh, uh, or or yes. millimeters. <laughs> yes. Which I don't even understand what that means. I'm guessing like quantum com- quantum computing. It sounds like a lot. It's a lot. It sounds like a lot. So basically the only other thing that happened that's relevant in twenty seventeen is Intel still sucked.
3: <laughs> and that...
1: I mean, their process are still good, but they're stuck in this four core. They're like making Q6600s and rebranding them for years and years and years because they're like, we don't need more well, cores. Still Nothing them. would use more cores. Yep. People still bought them because... And people still bought them because they didn't trust
0: AMD at the time, which is people, totally fair.
1: Yeah, people... I feel like until the 2000 series came out... Even I was still very skeptical of risers. I was like, because
0: it's like, okay, they came out with these. Can they yeah. do it again?
1: Yeah, and then and I think 2000 series was like, okay, it's better than the first
0: series mm-hmm. in every single way. Yeah, like that's pretty dope. And, and then, then 3000 series came yeah. out, and it was like, <laughs> and that's a John. <laughs> I, re-
1: I remember I was actually visiting John at the time, and he, the 2000 series were. Yeah, but the 3,000 series were like a couple a couple weeks away and we were like because he wanted to upgrade well, I Remember his that's because
2: my graphics card was crapping itself.
1: Oh yeah his graphics card oh, was yeah. dying and so he was like maybe I should upgrade my computer and we went we like went to all down there and we were like looking around and they're like yeah you can get this right now and you can upgrade but the 3,000 series is literally going to be announced like next week when it's releasing and like it might come out in a month and then you just kind of like waste some money so he ended up yeah. waiting and now I think he's happy with his computer work. Yes, good. yes. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, The only other thing that happened... Oh, go
0: ahead. Dakota. Well, so they announced the CPUs launching in 2016, but it was at the very end. So they actually launched in the beginning of 2017. Mm -hmm. At the same time, Intel was launching their 7000 series CPUs, which were four cores and eight threads on the high end. Mm -hmm. So that's what they were selling for 300 bucks as well. Yikes. So that was... I mean, it immediately... Basically, what the consumer-grade Ryzen CPUs did was immediately kill Intel's high-end desktop. Because yeah. they were selling, you know, like we said a couple of years ago, they made the first eight, uh, eight core consumer grade CPU, mm-hmm. right? And they're But it was perfect. still like $1,000. Yeah, basically. $1, Yeah. And then basically AMD just comes in and immediately kills it.
1: Yeah, they're like, cool, you a $1,000 processor? This one's $300 and it's faster. It's like, yeah. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. That, that's a buzz. Wait, that's illegal. Yeah. You can't do that. <laughs> Wait,
0: you can't do that? <laughs> yeah. So then immediately intel after you know they made all of their made fun of amd cpus and how they put together calling them glued together stuff like that like six to eight months later they're like oh hey we're coming out with an eight or eight thousand series in less than a year before or mm-hmm. after our seven thousand series came out and
1: oh we have two more cores like isn't that well, great <laughs> well and that's the thing too it's thing too is like we were talking about earlier with competition it's like if yeah. you don't have any competition which Intel didn't for forever, they're like why do for we need seven to mo- years. why do we need to put more cores and more threads for, like we can keep right. selling the same stuff and keep charging people because there's nothing else to compete with us. Right. Yeah. All right. So the Nintendo Switch came out. That was pretty cool. Breath of Wild was great. Everybody loved it's the it. The best selling console of all time cool. now. Yeah. 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 And it's still like they're still hard to get. Like switches are like still they're popping. John was here. You got to get the that. red box though, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Redox. 2018. Uh, 2000 series Ryzen comes out. Basically is what we just said. They just kept getting better. That's what I have. Works great. Flawlessly. This thing will last another easy eight, ten years. I got so yeah, many 20 cores. years. Even easy. if a couple even if a couple of the threads fade away, you know, like worn out jeans or the threads die, I'll be good. I got cores for days. Uh, So that's cool. Zen plus. I know one big thing, too, that we haven't really talked about what we talked about previously is that the AMD is really, really smart with their marketing as far as motherboards because I believe Dakota used the same motherboard to change out from a 1700, did you? To a 5000 series
0: CPU? I bought a B350 motherboard with my 1700, Mm. which was the Mm -hmm. first motherboard. Yeah. The AMD, sorry, the motherboard vendors at the time did not trust AMD, so Mm. the 300 series motherboards were pretty terrible, but I did... Shortly after, bought the uh, MSI oh. B450 Tomahawk, which was the second generation that launched mm. with the 2000 series processors, mm-hmm. which is much higher quality. And yes, I did use this to upgrade to the 5900X. So,
1: Which is crazy. It, like you
0: said, AMD was smart, where almost all of their motherboards will allow you to go from second gen to fifth gen.
1: Mm-hmm. Which, and it's
0: almost seamless. Especially the just, uh, especially Just the Tomahawk. look it up to make sure
1: tomahawk's like that's the golden standard right now for motherboards yeah which which is i feel like it's really good for amd and really not good for the people making amd's motherboards that they don't everyone doesn't have to buy new motherboards
0: no because everybody wants <laughs> they everybody wants ryzen processors so they have to buy a motherboard
1: no no i get that but i'm saying like normally <coughs> when a new series comes out people would go buy a new motherboard to fit that new socket type but they don't have to like you didn't have to buy a new motherboard so yes. I feel like there is like I think they it's probably like it works itself out because they're selling more processors than Correct. they would be worried. And
0: also, the yeah. newest motherboards, the 500 also support PCI 4.0, which is a yeah. big enough improvement for like storage.
1: Yeah, like that's what I'm saying.
0: Storage that it, it is worth it's, the upgrade.
1: It's 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 kind of like rolling the dice to see what's going to happen. It's like, are we going to sell enough new motherboards versus right. like, hey, you can use old ones. Because you know Intel's like I mean, we make a new well. If you yeah. sell
0: like a hundred thousand to two hundred thousand motherboards, it's totally worth it. Yeah, true. <laughs> regardless.
1: True. All right, and I uh, wanted to bring this up. Twenty eighteen, the other big thing that happened is the GeForce two 2- or twenty series come out. The twenty sixty seventy eighty eighty Ti super. Yep. Twenty seventy is it? Are they, then they super, the super or Ti? Super Ti came out later.
0: Okay, so it's- the supers so the are different. Ti, and then
1: everything below that got a super variant super, like 2070 yeah. super and yeah. then there's a 20 is there a 2090 no it's 2080 ti was like the cream of the crop top of the yeah. tippity top I
0: wonder yeah. why they so did the, that why they did that
1: mm-hmm.
0: because why they didn't Nvidia make had no idea what they were
1: doing <laughs> oh, okay good <laughs> I was making sure that that still hasn't changed Great. remember
0: earlier when we were talking about how naming schemes for hardware is terrible mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it yeah, hasn't it's still changed. happening yeah the same guy still works yeah there. <laughs> so developers 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 (laughs) so yeah this brought sort of isn't this when they changed the rtx yes because of ray tracing ray tracing x i don't know what the x stands for it sounds cool extreme Uh, ray tracing i think they
0: just changed it to to roll instead of gtx with with ray ray tracing yeah
1: yeah so ray tracing came out cool it makes lights and shadows look really Mm -hmm. good in games the technology doesn't Especially in 2018, definitely doesn't really exist. No, and yeah. still now, it's still like not really the. It it's exists. In, better. It's cool. We're it's getting some
0: examples where it's definitely worth
1: it's, it. It's it's cool, but it's kind of like VR, where it's like they're working on it, but it's not like where it yeah. needs to be yet. We're I do feel like early ray tracing
0: is going to catch on way faster than VR, though, because there's no large upfront hardware cost.
1: Well. Be careful like, what yes, you say.
0: Like, yes, you have to buy a graphics card. But you need to buy okay? one anyway. But you're going to yeah. buy one anyway to upgrade. You don't also have to buy a headset and controllers true. with it. True. And then you also don't have to worry about having enough room because if it fits
1: in your PC, you're good. This is true. This is true. I I, I mean, I think it's kind of like, that's probably a bad example, but it's kind of the same concept. It's like some new technology is going to come out and it's just going to catch on faster. Yeah. But it's also like... At this point, right now, other than the fact that you need a GPU, it's probably cheaper to buy a VR headset than to buy a graphics card. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's kind of like the same price. Yeah. So yeah. Intel also finally got to eighteen
0: cores and sixteen threads. Oh, eight cores playing
2: catch up. Threats. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. So took the two years. the only reason, well, not the only reason. I know we're going over the history. But the 2000 series wanted to bring it up because the 10 series had come out previously and the 10 series is pretty good. Like, I mean, great price for performance. again. expanded on the 900 series being really good uh, GPUs. And the 20 series is when NVIDIA decided that they could just gut punch every consumer and just like, hey, we have literally no competition in the high end enthusiast market. So we are literally going to just rake you over the coals and just take all i mean we are literally going to punch you take your wallet throw dirt on your face like drive off with your family you'll never see us again. but here's your graphics card that's <laughs> yeah. basically and and then as we'll get to I we actually won't get to it because it, it comes out yeah. in 2020 basically it's like have you ever seen the movie the other guys where they're like let's hey are we doing bad cop bad cop like, wait, there's no such thing as bad cop, bad, it's bad cop, good cop. Like, oh my God, it's bad cop, good cop. I was doing bad cop too. <laughs> what were you doing? <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, let's completely gouge people in the market because they don't have any choice to buy our cards. And then when we release our 3000 series, we can drop the price by like 100 a hundred bucks. A little bit. By like a hundred bucks. And then say that the performance is better than the cards that we just came out and mm-hmm. basically say, those cards are trash now. And yep. um yeah and then we'll get praise for
0: it even though with the 2000 series we raised the price. It's basically taking two steps back and then one step forward and yeah. getting praise for it.
1: Yeah. Basically like, "Oh man, they're so good. Look how cheap these cards are." But it's this... still
0: worse than what it was.
1: Yeah. Well, it's when people are saying that they're totally okay and they're excited to buy a $900 graphics card, that's I'm sorry. That's too much even if it's supposed to be now, wait, and that's just...
0: What $900 graphics card are you talking about?
1: No, I'm talking about when they released the when they released the prices for the 2000 series, they were overpriced. I'm using $900 yep. as an example. I'm not saying okay. specifically $900. I'm just saying I'm
0: just I'm just calling you out on that because there's nothing at that price point. It's 800 or 1200.
1: Okay. So say $800. Are, are you talking about 2000 series or 3000 series? Both. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm they're saying They're awful. <laughs> okay, say $800. So people are like it seems like when the three thousand series got announced and everyone was excited for it, like, oh, th- look how much performance you get for this eight hundred dollar graphics card. I'm like, Yeah. Who's paying eight hundred dollars for a graphics card? What do you guys do? Yeah. Are you all stockbrokers? Did you all buy AMD stock back in the day and you're rich? <laughs> I don't understand. It's like yeah. to me, it's like if I'm paying three to four hundred dollars, that to me should be like a fairly high-end graphics card that can handle anything. I'm like, it's no,
0: mid-range now.
1: I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's absurd because it's not like Things have gotten exponentially. I know they're saying that they've got exponentially better, but it's just because yeah. they can do whatever they want and there's no competition. Right. Like, oh, God, it's so annoying. Yep. All right. Yep. Finishing this up. 2019. Uh, Lexar, company that makes memory cards, uh, announced the first SSD SD card that can store one terabyte. Just wow. crazy. That is crazy. Which
0: that's a crazy. lot. That's a lot of performance in a small package. I've never heard that. You've before. never you've never had
1: to deal with I've that? I've
0: never been told that. Yeah. So wait. No, I have been told it's a small package.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you go to ship stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, really? That's like the there was only one uh 2009 was like one of those weird years because so much stuff had come out like before it you know
0: 2019
1: yeah sorry 2019 like so much like we just got ryzen 2000 series we just got nvidia like intel's kind of doing the same stuff where they're just like yeah we have a couple cores laying around now
0: it's amd and intel basically going to bat at each other because competition is great you know one releases a better product and then the other a little bit later the other releases a better product and it's just hop frog basically or wait not hops, hopscotch back and forth. yeah hop, hop frog <laughs> hop frog so yeah. <clears throat> that's basically what 2019 was it was a great year for pc gaming mm-hmm. it was actually probably the last
1: great year for pc <laughs> gaming for so consumers far. for consumers yeah. as far as because like you could actually one you could go to a store and you could buy a product like that yep. happened that was the thing that happened it's great it Or you could, go, you could go on amazon and just buy a graphics card at msrp or less and then, sometimes they're yep. on sale and then that, <laughs> yeah, sometimes they were on sale. And then the and then in 2020 the Fire Nation attacked, dude. So AMD launched. I know we're doing 2000, so we're skipping ahead. AMD launched the 5000 series desktop processors, and they're finally surpassing Intel of being the fastest in desktop most processors. In most Obviously,
0: things. they trade blows some places, but
1: for the most part, oh bro, they are faster. Mm. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. So yeah. Uh basically they're launching uh new motherboards that support PCIe 4.0. That's what you're talking about as far as transfer speeds for the yeah. new, up to 8 gigabits per second. That's crazy yep. fast. Jeez. That's it's,
0: and that's it's only that <laughs> fast because SSD technology is not faster. <laughs> PCIe 4.0 can support faster bandwidth than that, but it's that's like the fastest consumer grade SSD that you can get right now.
1: So on top of that, basically, twenty twenty was a twenty twenty was a terrible year, but a great year for a new consumer products. Yeah. it was a great
0: year for product. Terrible year to be able to buy
1: anything. Well, also just terrible year in general because of everything else going on in the world. The world's basically well, on know, fire in twenty twenty. Yeah. It just so happened everything came for... out while everybody was stuck at home with money uh, to spend. Well, right. Well, right. exactly. And and not only not only that they announced all this new really cool stuff that everyone's like you know had nothing to do all year, so everyone's into gaming. Gaming like. exponentially exploded over 2020 like because everyone's stuck inside with nothing to do so you know you have amd and you have nvidia saying oh we're gonna launch all these awesome new products and everyone's so bloodthirsty and getting them i mean we're six months later six seven eight months later and like everything's out of stock instantly like you still can't get products so this is like the best and worst time to get into pc gaming it's like cool you can go buy a motherboard you can buy a processor you can buy all the stuff you need and you can just buy maybe if you're lucky get a 1660 and like play (laughs) (laughs) counter-strike everyone's like well until you get a gpu just go buy one of the new consoles because those work pretty good oh wait you also can't get those either because those also those are also same (laughs) yikes (laughs) the same problem all right so that is basically our history up to 2020. I'm sure there's some stuff in there I didn't cover. I didn't cover your specific processor and, you know, those Noctua fans that came out that look like crap and all <laughs> this other stuff. But that's what we got. We do have a couple of questions we need to get to because we've been pushing them for a week or two. A week. So, John, why don't you start I us off? I would
2: love to. So the first one is from Kokomoko. What modern games do you guys think would be a timeless classic? Modern meaning real released within the last modern meaning released within the last five to ten years um i put on there i believe cyberpunk once it's fixed will mm-hmm. be a classic because j- just really hot, hot I, I i kind of see it as the same as like skyrim in a way it's an open world rpg game that people really really like it just doesn't work right right now once it's optimized mm-hmm. if it's ever optimized um, and fixed, I can see it happening. Um, I ca- this is kind of going off of you know some of the other answers, but uh, the Dark Souls series I feel is it's going to be timeless. Like it's going to be one of those those things that people will play forever mm-hmm. and ever ever. Um, and I put yeah. Resident Evil Village and Seven on there. Oh, um, really?
1: both Resident Evil Seven and 8. Seven
2: and Eight, yeah. So I feel like those mm-hmm. are also a. You know, people like Resident Evil to begin with, like Resident Evil 4 is the Resident Evil everyone talks about, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. like, 7 and Village were so separate for, that I feel like those will be.
1: A new, a new like, like reboot. Yeah, like reboot the, almost, I think those will be franchise.
2: like in the future, people will still be talking about them.
1: Like, oh, man, well, I
0: remember when like 8 came f- out. Right. People like 4 because it changed up the formula up until that And point. these are the same. Yeah. And seven and, and eight they're both the fantastic games So yeah i agree yeah. with that
1: yep hmm. i agree with that 100 percent. all right go dakota because that goes branches off into your answer yeah. anyways
0: i i mean i agree with seven and eight the same reasons and then i also think that death stranding is also going to technically be a quote-unquote classic just because of how
1: <sighs> weird and crazy it is
0: yeah and divisive mm-hmm. it was when it launched I hate I that think word. people will know it by the fact that it's like you've either played it or you've made fun of it and not played yeah. it.
1: Yeah. who 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 is the guy that made Last of Us Part 2? The director? Neil Druckmann? Yeah. He made me hate the word divisive. He made me actually <laughs> oh, every, <yeah. laughs> I like hear the word divisive and I like physically cringe when I hear it now. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, okay.
0: I I mean, I think that one will be a classic just because oh, one also, it's a Hideo Kojima game, so like Metal yeah, Gear is it's popular. All... So
1: it's it's going to be one of those things where it's like if you didn't play it, you knew about it. It was such a big thing, and it's such. I mean, it has uh, Norman Reedus in it too. Like it's yeah. such a, it's such a like a, it had its own orbit yeah. oh, upon yes. release, and like you know, there's like random trailers of like weird stuff going on, and then the game is like a total like yeah it's just oh you just walk yeah it's just it's just nuts it's hope I I kind of agree with that with Death or Anything because it's just one of those things where it's like it's just gonna stand out because it's such a different game yeah if you even call it a game I guess (laughs) experience it's a different experience experience yeah so I put on here a couple of things that I'm sure most you guys probably agree with Divinity Original Sin 2 I think I played the first game I know John played the first game too I feel like by the second game they they the company which is a newer studio, uh, not newer studio, but they didn't have a ton of like hits. I feel like they finally figured out how to like nail that tactical RPG with good co op because I played as that game. I played sixty five hours with spikes and we yeah. beat it. They figured out how to make a co op game fun where your decisions and the, your you know partner's decisions actually affect the game in a meaningful way. So it's like oh my character is naturally like this and then your character doesn't like that person and they just stab them and now the fight started and you're like what the heck did you just do and you're <laughs> playing with spikes and he's just like i may have made a mistake you probably need to load that s- you may you may need to load that save there was a lot of times where it's like you start a fight dragon comes down kills all your entire team you're like i I'm gonna load, that, load that save load that save real quick <laughs> uh so yeah it was good it was a really really good game and i feel like it's it's gonna turn into one of those kind of like uh baldur's gate type of games where it's just like you go back and play it in 10 years yeah. and it's still still yeah. good yeah. um uh god of war for playstation yeah. i literally haven't even beat that game and i would call that a classic because it is a a faithful reboot to the to kind of the franchise just like resident evil mm-hmm. 7 and 8 uh-huh. Four. Where they yeah. changed it up enough, but stayed faithful to the, like, to the core of
0: what the game to is. To the
1: core, yeah. And I mean, I haven't even played that much, and I would say this is going to be a classic because what I play to the game, even though I suck at it, I want it to go on PC, so it'll be easier for me to play. But the game, I mean, it was beautiful, it was even on PS4. Yeah. So. um, uh, The Witcher 3, of course, that's an easy one. I mean, that kind of already is a classic. It came out five, six years ago. Everybody loves The Witcher 3, basically. Even though I necessarily don't, but I can, I feel like that's going to be a classic and Dark Souls yep. three. I think yeah. all the Dark Souls game, it's kind of like even like Demon Souls. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, you had to be there. Oh, you didn't play Dark Souls, man. Yeah. Dark Souls is the Dark Souls of Dark Souls. <laughs> it's like if you if you make a game and it literally starts its own uh, like verb genre verb verbiage oh, yeah, yeah. of like entire gaming franchises now. It's like, oh, what's that game like? Oh, it's like the Dark Souls of shooters. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, cool. It's a soul. <laughs> it's a it literally created souls. Like, mm-hmm. it's like if yep. you've done that, you, you you've made it. You made it big. You've succeeded in, in your yeah. video game. Yeah. All right, Dakota, you want to read this next one? All right. Next question is from Philip Thirteen. He
0: asks, not sure if this has been asked already, but here it goes: What non-standard peripherals do you have, and do they add much to your PC experience? Is there any you have uh, looked into getting? So I don't really have any non-standard peripherals. I'm pretty, pretty basic uh, in that aspect. I, Honestly, like well, I'm looking around my desk and I couldn't think of anything for this.
1: Well, and I, I was because mine is I, kind an of, extra
0: large mouse mat, maybe. Yeah.
1: So yeah. that's what I was kind of getting at because I don't have anything crazy. He showed me some controller that was a like for conducting trains and it's like has all these what? crazy buttons and everything. And it's like a thousand dollars. It's like for playing. It's for playing train simulators, but it's a controller that has like all the buttons and stuff and like shifters and everything. If like so you can actually use that to control a train to be like a train conductor. And I so he's like, "Money was worth out of that." No, no, no. He doesn't have it. He was showing me that as an oh, example of what I was a non-standard. Like, but honestly, I think even having like an extra large mouse mat isn't a standard thing. The amount of people I know that sure. have like tiny mouse pads because they just don't understand. They've never used one, and until yeah. you use one, awesome. you don't understand why you should have one. I have to buy one
0: every year because it it rubs like my skin cells rub on it. And now if I have if I'm lazy and I have my mouse like near the edge of it. Yeah. It like stops tracking correctly
1: because of all my skin. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing, too. It's like if if you're new to PC or you listen to this and you haven't gone to PC, like you can buy an extra large mouse mat for like 20, 30 Mm -hmm. bucks. Glorious PC gaming race. They make really good ones that are braided. I mean, everyone makes giant gaming mouse pads now. Yeah. It's you should have your keyboard and your mouse on a giant mouse pad or even i have a separate thicker mouse pad for my mouse because i put more pressure on that and then i have a smaller one or still a large one for my keyboard yeah it is it is ideal and once you use one you will never not want to use one Uh, going back and using a normal mouse pad even at work i just bought one that feels restricting a cheap cheap, giant mouse pad just for my work computer because i'm like yeah why not um i was gonna say the only thing that i have i have a mouse bungee That's kind of like a non definitely a non-standard thing. I know a lot of people have wireless mice now too. Um, I suggest getting one. If you use a wired mouse get a mouse bungee. It will that $15-$20 you're going to spend will save your mouse and it will last way way longer. Basically all it does is it saves your mouse from rubbing on the side of your desk or table or whatever you have and fraying the cord. That's why your mouse stops working over time. Worth it. And I have a mic with the DAC and all that stuff but that's definitely not standard, but we record a podcast every week, so <laughs> yeah. uh,
2: so I think I have the most out of everybody. I have the the bungee for my MMO mouse that's wired, because I and then my other mouse is mm-hmm. wireless. Um, I do have a headset with the deck. The uh, Steel Series Pro wired comes with mm-hmm. comes with the deck. Um, I have a headset stand because I have four headsets. I have a Logitech G six thirty three, Logitech uh, G uh, what was it five thirty three, and then I, ha-
1: I also. Do you use any other headsets?
2: I use just this one right now, but the six thirty three and the five thirty three still work, and they're great. Mm-hmm. They're great headsets. the The six 630- thirty
1: like backup headsets. Yeah, the six
2: thirty three is wi- wired. The I think it's five thirty three is a wireless Logitech. It's great. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I just got this one because I was I had that that Dell money to spend, so I was looking around, mm-hmm. and then I also have. It's like an old like Best Buy one that's still is great, and it it does. It's comfortable. It works. It's just it's just my extra 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 one just
1: in case. John, John's like the octopus of headset users. He just has four ears and and then all of the audio. Dude, you just put all four on your head so you get Dolby surround sound. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: and I do have the extra large mouse pad. I I will say one thing I have that's not standard. I never even heard of it until I bought it, is my keyboard has optical switches on it. It's just a different keyboard and it's just a key mm-hmm. and i've talked about it before but it's a keyboard that i can change the sensitivity of the keys to what i'm doing so i can change where mm-hmm. the key activates that's something different hmm. but i think that's mm-hmm. it i was trying to see what else uh
1: yeah i you know i think i think it, that? no i was gonna say i think it's i know it's funny but it's like maybe that solidifies that we're all just like normal people because we don't have just like crazy ridiculous peripherals like yeah i have a mouse and keyboard it's pretty wild it's it yeah. pretty wild over <laughs> here yeah. Yeah. That's it, Johnny right, Boy. Joins. Yeah, I think that's it. All right. All right. Uh question number three from our boy Monkey. He says, with E3 around the corner, as this question is a little old, is E3 is around the corner. Are there any game titles or anything you guys are really looking forward to seeing in some of the showcases? And I will start real quick. Uh Elden Ring, which they showed and we talked about a little bit earlier. It basically looks like Dark Souls 4. We don't have hardly any info other than that it's supposed to come out in January. So once we get were you excited January, by the trailer? I know we talked about it earlier. I mean, I, it wasn't like it was exactly what I expected. If okay. and that's not necessarily a bad thing or a good thing. I uh, am very cynical with games nowadays. I don't really get excited with trailers anymore. I do like watching trailers for bad games so I can crap on them. <laughs> that's probably one of my favorite pastimes yeah. now. Is that I'm more looking for stuff to nitpick. And I think that's most people nowadays. Because people, I know a lot of people in the L-Ring. Some people are really excited. Some people are like, oh, it look, you know, like you saying, oh, the graphics look bad. I'm like, honestly, until there's actual gameplay out and it's closer to launch, anything they show me, it's, you know, everything at E3 is like in engine footage. I'm like, I do not care about that at all. I can yeah. go, rec- you know, anybody can go record CG trailers and release them. It doesn't, it's like releasing an announcement trailer. Like, who gives a crap? Yeah yeah uh so with that being said uh i am excited for Elden ring that it has a release date i am upset that it's next year because i have it on my draft so that sucks (laughs) um yeah but at least they have a release date that means they are working on it and it is a real thing so i'm excited about that uh battlefield 2042 uh the gameplay didn't look bad the trailer and everything i am kind of excited but that's also we're like a battlefield mode at the moment um I
0: mean, I'm excited. I'm op- uh cautiously cautious.
1: optimistic. Yeah. EA has messed up yes, a lot of things. The past absolutely. Years, so yeah. I'm. I'm, like, I'm, not, I'm not
0: doing I'm not, anything.
1: I'm not going to be like John and pre-order it. Exactly. Um, but I am. I am excited to see when it comes out. Hopefully, it's not a dumpster fire, and that yeah. it's another game that we can play with the community. Yep. Yeah. Um. And Tales of Arise is like a sort of like hack and slashy JRPG, but it looks really, really good. Like, they, they kind of went from, like, this sort of, like, chibi, really anime graphics to more, like, serious anime graphics. So, I'm kind of excited that it looks, like, you know, really flashy and everything, but it looks like a it will be a good game. So, I'm excited for nice. that. Nice. Dakota?
0: I don't get hyped by trailers, so, no. I'm Ooh. cautiously optimistic about everything, but I don't have hopes for
2: anything. I, I mean, all right. I definitely agree that... uh. That's a good response because they lie to you about everything now. Everything you watch is a Gameplay massive lie.
0: Can also be easily.
2: Everything's faked. a lie. Yes. Yeah. It's all captured with their stupid in yeah. game, whatever. And it's all just a bunch of bullcrap. But um, <laughs> I agree with Elden Ring, of course, because I love Dark Souls and Battlefield. It honestly just looks like more Battlefield to me. But and I, you know, because everyone's playing it, I would be inclined to buy it unfortunately i won't even be here when that releases so it doesn't really matter maybe when i get yeah. back it'll
1: actually be fixed by then <laughs> it'll be well you're
0: only going to be away for like a month after it
1: yeah launches. so I'll, I'll be back when it's fixed. hey so yeah but who knows if, if people are still playing so i <laughs> i mean true. i
2: also whenever uh elder scrolls online came out i went to another school and I was like, crap, I'm not going to play it. And I dodged a bullet on that one. So um, <laughs> yeah. anyways, yeah, that's that's really it. I did not pay attention to anything about E3. I didn't even know what happened. That's yeah. OK. You didn't miss anything. And then I saw yeah, you, you guys like much. posting a bunch of trailers I was like, oh, I guess that happened. Cool.
1: Most of them were yeah. like, quote unquote, announcement trailers and stuff where it's like, hey, we're making this. And it's like, great. I'll see you in two or three years when you actually are releasing yeah. it. Don't well, they were
0: showing off trailers for games coming out in 2023. It's no,
2: like, who, who cares? don't do that. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Right. Next right, question from PD3. Steam Summer Sale
2: is coming. Do you guys have any hidden gems to recommend? I don't. The only thing... There are two games I, I want to buy. I, I mean, I don't have any hidden gems, but I want to buy Sekiro yeah, yeah. and I want
1: to buy Red Dead Redemption 2. I, I so Red call, Dead
0: Redemption 2, probably $40. Sekiro, probably 30 So
1: I would call, I would call Sekiro a hidden gem. Not many I, people know about that. I <laughs> yeah. probably won't get Red Dead 2 because I probably won't. Mm, I don't think I'll have time yeah you, you won't you, have time before you'll you know. be you'll be back and you can just get it a little bit cheaper exactly. Than what sell and be fine. I, exactly i know i
2: obviously have time for Sekiro, and i want to play final fantasy so i i don't know if if i want to invest that much time into red dead 2 because yeah, it's
1: long mm-hmm. so no that's that's it yeah don't all right dakota go and i'll go last.
0: story about my uncle great indie game Uh, It's a first person platformer. Highly suggest it. Jones and I have played it a lot. We ended up speed running it and it was Mm -hmm. so much fun.
1: And it's like a couple dollars when there's a steam sale. It's it's like a nickel. It's literally nothing.
0: The Surge talked about it before. Great Souls like game. It's the game that got me into Souls like games because Mm -hmm. it's way more beginner. friendly I would I would say.
1: Yeah, same.
3: Oh,
0: nice.
1: Yeah, all the literally literally you started that and then John and I finished it. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. I like it. Kingdoms and Castles, I just
0: talked about that earlier. It's a city building game. It's an indie game. It doesn't have a ton of progression, which is a very common pitfall, Mm -hmm. but it's still really, really good for what it is. Uh highly suggest that. And then Unrailed and Heave Ho if you want co op games to play. Mm -hmm. Both of them are wacky, fun indie games that you can easily play with Steam Remote Play with friends.
1: Yeah, and they're like usually on sale for like four or five bucks, and yeah. you can get a lot of time out of it. Yeah, yeah, they're both awesome. Uh, the only thing I have on here is it's it's hard to pick hidden gems for me. One, because I have a, I mean, I think all of us have probably like five hundred yeah. plus games in our freaking Steam libraries and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I do suggest if you use Reddit, going on r slash game deals and r slash patient gamers. There's also, I believe, a r slash like hidden gems thread. Or on one of those two servers, they do every Steam sale. They do like a hidden gem thread. Just go through the comments, and you can always find stuff in there. People describe different things. It's hard to say like, oh, you have to get this game. Other than literally, I agree with everything Dakota just said. Um, there's it's unless I know what type of game you like. Another reason it's really hard to recommend games. Another reason to join the Discord because there's tons of people in the Discord. Bingo. You can hop in general games chat or whatever and say, oh, because, I mean, as soon as a Steam sale starts, people already start talking about this. Oh, have you played this game? Oh, yeah, it's $3 right now, and you can get, like, yeah. 50 hours of <laughs> the content. That's yeah. That kind of convo happens all the time when there's Steam sales, so, and, you know, then sometimes we'll all end up buying, like, a $1 game and playing together, and it's bean battles, yes. and it's awesome. <laughs> all right, I'm going to read this last question real quick. Uh, this is from our buddy, Obro, and he said... He, read, he wrote this kind of sarcastically, so I'm going to try to read it and what he told me it should sound like. He said, when you're playing an online game and it gets a better view and you start to rage or, you know, if have you ever played any Dark Souls games, what's your go to rage tactic to cool yourself off? So that's basically how he explained it to me. It's nice. like, basically, how do you <laughs> uh, calm down after? Because uh, the other day he was playing League of Legends and it got really quiet and then we heard this. I'm really tilted right now. Click, leaves the Discord. And we're like, and I and I just said, Yep, I've been there <laughs> before. I used to play League <laughs> of Legends. John has been there before. And then he came back like 10 minutes later. He's like, I'm good. now. I cooled down. I'm I'm fine. And I was like, Man, at least you have the courtesy to leave because there's some other people that are hosts of this uh podcast that so just rage in discord and they'll usually mute their mic eventually. So um honestly. It took a long time, and uh, Dakota actually has his uh, complete gaming mental breakdown live on video. We recorded it. It was really good. Yep. Um, I tend to not really get that mad at games anymore. I definitely used to. definitely used to rage super hard, especially playing League of Legends. I feel like League of Legends definitely like, mentally broke me around 2014, uh, uh. 2015, because... When I got to the point where me, I try to take really good care of all my stuff because I don't like buying new stuff. I picked up my keyboard and slammed it so hard that it bounced on the desk. And then the <laughs> next day, I uninstalled League of Legends and stopped playing for months because I got so mad and so tilted. I was like, I, if I start physically damaging stuff that I do not want to replace, it's, it's, the, it's part of the game, toxicity and whatever else. But it's also just not healthy for your mental yeah, health no. at all. Yeah. And or the physical health of my peripherals that I don't want to replace. <laughs> so yeah. honestly, my suggestion, if you do get super tilted, a lot of times you just need to stop playing that game because it's not good. If you're getting you should not be getting that mad at a video game unless you're playing at a super highly competitive level and you're making mistakes worth, you know, oh, I, I just didn't make a million dollars. But if right. you're playing League of Legends and you're silver or gold and you lose a rank game because you're feeding top lane or feeding jungle or whatever, you shouldn't be getting that mad. I'm not just calling out John specifically for this. I'm talking about anybody. Because <laughs> I'm talking about I'm talking to my old former self as well. You shouldn't be getting that mad. Cause I used to do that in Counter Strike too. I would get so tilted. And guess what? If you think you're doing bad whenever you're calm, when you're tilted, you're playing 10 times worse. You can't yes. you literally cannot focus to do better. And you're just it's a vicious cycle slippery slope john take over and tell me what you think uh well i
2: break my mouse i break my keyboard i break my headset (laughs) break my controller uh and (laughs) i mean i've definitely played league legends i've had days off where like i'm gonna play league legends today i'm gonna play all day long and i've lost almost every single game and i and i just in the day like i just literally wasted my entire day doing nothing except for getting angry and that was it um Dark Souls is kind of different, because, I mean, I get mad at that, but I still really like the game. Um, I just mm-hmm. play out quit League of Legends. I still think it's a cool game, and I, I enjoy watching people play it, but I, it's just, it, like you said, it's just not healthy for me, and um, I, like, Final Fantasy kind of makes me mad sometimes, but it's not anything, anywhere close. Oh. It's just frust- yeah, a little frustration oh, yeah. with something, you die, or, you know, it's like, ugh, crap. Yeah. yeah. But, um.
1: You're not wanting to break your mouse and keyboard. I was so, over
2: it. and I'm such a, I'm a very, very, very competitive. Pro. I hate losing, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, we used to do our own games before, and I, I hate, I hate losing so much, and I, <laughs>
0: and now he's the host, so he
2: doesn't. Yeah, ever I don't have to, to play him anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I, and League of Legends is so competitive, and I just want to rank up, and I just want to win, and if. You know, I hate it when I mess up, but when I play and other people mess up too, I just it kills me, and I can't I can't deal with it. It's just too much for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. I mean, I played League of Legends once, and I broke my keyboard, and drove to Walmart and bought a new keyboard, and came back home <laughs> and played, and it played
0: again. again. And I... this was a long time ago, but That's I mean, a I, problem.
2: That's it's just it, you're right. It's just it's just not worth it. At the end of the day, do, do I like League of Legends? Yes. Is it worth me destroying my stuff over? No. It's just a stupid game, but it that game for whatever reason just pulls out the worst in people
1: and yeah it's eh, that's most that's most competitive like esports type of games like hyper competitive games what i call them but taking taking a break from playing that game and coming back to it especially
0: the longer break you take Mm -hmm. have you guys noticed that you play way better (sighs) like say you take like a a week or a month break from it you come back don't you play way better uh, league
2: of legends is the exception because there's four other people on your team. And I, I swear
0: I mean even in I CS I
2: swear that that game it I'm not saying I'm I'm, I'm not just saying I'm not good playing. at that game cuz I played it for a long time and I sure as heck haven't gotten any better. But I will tell you <laughs> that I felt like I do pretty well sometimes and I am placed with some of the dumbest people in the world. And it <laughs> <laughs> and i jones you have to be able to agree with me with that like you yeah
1: you no. will that's every that's every game though it, online. it is
2: and but i'm using league of legends because i just play it the most but i you know i could be having yeah. the game of my life and i lose the game and you're like cool well, i just wasted an hour and an hour of my time and oh it was there's nothing you can do and that's the worst those are yeah. the worst kind of games is like there's just absolutely nothing you can do about it other than just sit there and lose and
1: and just get and just get. You either get angry or you get depressed. It's one. It's usually one or the other. But I
2: don't. But when I when I look at it, it's like, man, I just I I played this game all day and I got nothing for it. Literally nothing. And I mm-hmm. just and I just look back. It's like, cool. There's my day off. And I could have yeah, just gotten up and sat and watched TV or anime or something and enjoyed something the, and, and the same gotten, thing. gotten through another show. And
1: and, and then at the end, at the end of the day, you're like, Man, that was a good day. I just chilled yeah. and had a good day. Instead <laughs> exactly. you're just like
2: I know the <laughs> other day the other day I came home and I just sat on the couch and I watched I watched uh Sword Art Online or something for like an hour or an hour mm-hmm. or two. And then everybody came home and I was like, cool. I was just chill. Super chill and, and that's yeah, why I like Final Fantasy MMOs in general. World of Warcraft mm-hmm. can get a little worse, but uh you know most of those you can just sit there and chill and play and you're just leveling up a character or doing whatever and it's just mm-hmm. it's just chill calm
1: yeah. yeah that's that's the difference between going from playing like you know counter strike or watch all these you know even rocket league when we used to play you oh, used to get really into it and then i go play something like path of exile and it's like a totally different experience because i'm like oh this is like like very I don't I maybe gotten mad in Path of Exile like twice and it's just because like oh I died the boss is like cheap shot at me I'm well, like okay and, moving on with and my the life problem
2: too is once you start playing some of these like especially League of Legends and uh, Rocket League you turn on your friends Mhm and oh, yes. or you guys especially with Counter-Strike cuz I've heard you guys talk to each other but uh, <laughs> I know we used to get
0: <laughs> uh, but once the game's over or, we're all good we I know
2: friends in League again. of Legends we used <laughs> to argue bad with each other over League of Legends. Oh, oh yeah.
1: Like, League of Legends, like, can ruin friendships. Like, what are you doing? Why did like you screw bad. that up? And you're like, what are you talking about? You're doing just as bad as I am. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'd be doing that's, better if you didn't screw it up. That's the best <laughs> argument. It's like, we're losing because of you. It's like, no, we're losing because of us, friend. Welcome, yeah. comrade. Well, <laughs> so and, and like, it's same so with Rocket League, like, oh my god, why did he just do that, you <laughs> idiot, or whatever, and it's like... Yeah. Yeah. Oh... Yeah. Uh, I used to. We actually have an old video where Dakota, Lightning, and I were playing Rocket League, and I was yelling at Dakota, and Dakota's like, "Why is it my fault?" And I am like, "Cause you're." He's like, "Why are you yelling at me?" He's like, "Why aren't you yelling at Lightning?" I was like, "Cause your name's shorter." (laughs) 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 Um, All right, that's fair. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. All right, Dakota, what do you got? What's your calm down technique? Oh no, my calm down technique is
0: taking a break and then coming back to play it like a week or a
1: month. Smart. I always felt like I deal better. Or never. Or just don't ever play it again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just don't, that just don't take an it.
0: infinite break. Your life will be yeah. way better.
1: Small small tiny anecdote before we end this. So I've known I've known you guys for a really long time. I've also known Lightning that's in the Discord for a really long time. He's kinda gonna be my brother in law eventually. I remember playing Counter Strike with him probably like 2010 ish, and a bunch of us from Ventrilo or whatever, a long time ago. We're all talking. And he dies some I think he gets knifed or some some like BS way he dies. And we're we're like I think we're already losing like, you know, five to ten or something. We're getting decimated. And all you hear is this like Bang! And we're like, what the what the heck was that? What the heck? And then you hear quiet and everyone just everyone freaks out. Because you know back in the day, like everyone's like mics turn off and we're like, what just happened? You know? Like, did he just maybe he just shot himself? We're not sure what happened. And then all you hear is i gotta go to the store and buy a new mouse (laughs) and then he leaves and he's gone for the rest of the game and we're like what the heck happened so like like an hour later we're still playing the game of counter-strike so we're just like okay i guess we just don't have a fifth person anymore cool whatever and so like an hour later he comes back and we're like what the heck happened it's like, oh, I got really mad, and I just flung my mouse as hard as I could across the room, and it hit the wall, and it exploded into a million pieces. <laughs> I, I did
2: that with my one of my controllers during dark, uh, dark Souls. I hit it against my desk, and it shattered. It went everywhere.
3: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: And i don't like,
0: understand how hey, you guys don't
1: care about your stuff that much and then you're just you're just sitting there with like pieces in your hand you're like what have i become i've become yeah. the thing i've hated and i the tried most. i tried to clean it's up like before my wife clarity. came in but she
2: found out so. <laughs> Anyway,
1: you're like sweeping up your controller she's like so first time <laughs> yeah <laughs> first time? <laughs> all, right. all right
2: john where can people well find if you this? like the content today we post every day or excuse me every monday it's uh, 7 a.m. We'll Eastern, 6 a.m. Uh, e Hall, Texas. Howdy all time. If you really like the <laughs> content, you can check us out on Patreon. If you type in PCMR, you pop up. And you can find us on our website, PCMRcast.com. You can find us on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Discord, which is popping all the time. And, poppin', love it. Uh, yeah, you can go to the bottom of our website, email us. There's a contact form at the bottom.
1: Nice. Perfecto. Well, thank you, Dakota, for helping me. I know I had a bunch of this, but you had good anecdotes uh, for stuff that I didn't know about. and I- we, I- we forgot to mention when Discord came out. Oh, crap. 2015.
2: This was a lot of learning for me. I knew nothing <laughs> this whole time.
1: <laughs> John John was writing notes this entire time. They, I like, they yeah. said I had to write a
2: 500-word essay by tomorrow, so I- uh, <laughs> So
1: you're actually studying for Jeopardy with this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think, like, the coolest thing that we learned in all of this is that processors are made out of kick Zars. <laughs> <laughs>